0: Hello and
1: welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the podcast that covers the world of gaming from an achievement hunter's perspective. I'm Fufu Cutly Poof, and this is level 159. Joining me tonight is Big L.
2: Why, hello, Kenny.
1: Why, hello to you too. Koosh Moose. Hello. And Rocker Dude 5012. Howdy doody.
2: It's howdy Howdy doody 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 time. It's howdy doody time.
3: I can't believe we've been doing this for 169 minus 10 episodes. Oh, (laughs) now
2: that's staying in the episode. That's gimmick infringement, my friend. (laughs) 59 is not. I didn't say copyright.
1: That's why you said the minus 10 part.
2: Math. Maths. All right.
1: I like math. Let's get started. Let's jump right into the news slash topics of discussion. We have two questions that kind of go hand in hand. So we'll discuss these. The first one is from Retro Chief. His question is, or his Patreon comment or whatever says, I'm curious if you could ensure a series would never have another sequel, which series would it be and why? And then to tack on to that, Death Dealers asks, if you could remove one game from a series to make the entire series as a whole better, which game f- uh, would you remove? So, uh, Nate, let's start with you. What answer you got? I knew it!
4: I have uh, Skeptical Mario's answer. Uh, and his answer is Saints Row 4 kind of wrote the series into a corner. What well, with the whole Earth being destroyed thing? Uh, spoiler alert. I wish they wouldn't Damn have it. escalated right. quite came so out. hard. I also hear Dead Rising Four evolved the series in an unpopular way. I'd like a do-over of that. Finally, let's remove Bloodstained: Ritual of the Night and stick with the classic Castlevania-style Curse of the Moon games. Retro is better. Row.
1: Now, getting rid of Ritual of the Night, L. What's your thoughts?
2: Um, is, well, I have
1: Isn't that the one you go to?
2: No. Okay, never mind. Bloodstained was the spiritual successor done by the guy who did the Castlevania games. So that is a very And it was
4: kind of slow. It was kind of plodding, too, right? I f- like
2: haven't played it, but I've heard it was good.
4: Well, I didn't say it was bad. I just said it was plodding. Ah. Just, it just felt kind of tanky a little bit. I mean... But, um, Mm-hmm. It
3: kind of reminds me of like the ukulele situation where the first one was completely different than the, the second seven, one.
4: Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're bad. Exactly. <laughs> so if we're talking about, so I didn't like the first question cause I could not answer that. Uh, if I play a series, I can't think of a reason that I wouldn't want to keep playing that series. Um, or, or actually, uh, it was more like if I don't like a series, of course I'm going to cancel that series. So, Halo, you're gone. Uh, Screw you, Nate. You're gone. Uh, you know, all these things I don't care about. Um, I joke. I'm actually kind of interested in Halo. Um, so instead, I was thinking about, okay, a game series that I do like, but I would like to stop playing. So, uh, <laughs> so that is, uh, clearly Paw Patrol. <laughs> um i like i like but these last games week. wait a minute <laughs> like
1: that's not where i thought that was gonna go i
4: like them but uh it's it's beginning to become a little bit embarrassing explaining uh you know purchasing these games and having them sit on my shelf and then having my daughter not play them that's the embarrassing part <laughs> um so yeah it would that's be amazing be nice if i didn't have to uh, explain that Uh, And then, yes, uh, if I could remove one game from any series to make the series as a whole better, I would, of course, answer with the most original answer, Ukulele, uh, where you take out the first game (laughs) and we get more of the series just being uh, the impossible lair and those types of games because it is so much better than the original Ukulele, in my opinion. Wow. Yes.
2: Okay. I mean, does two games even qualify as a series, really? Uh, yes. I think, I think, oh. Yeah.
4: Wow. Oh. <laughs> I, I think. would say yes. I mean, it's like the minimum requirement for a series, right? Mm, I would say three, but okay. It's a trilogy. It is.
2: No,
1: you just need more than one in the same.
3: There's two,
4: two Angry Bird
3: movies, so that's your second. Best series. series ever.
2: Damn it. <laughs> um, Wait, there was a second movie? Yeah.
1: The first one was so bad. I can't believe they made it. Stop. All right, stop it
2: now. <laughs> Nick, now Kenny. Yes. Didn't we talk about this during our Scott Pilgrim session this week? We talked about. Did we? Yeah, we talked about how Halo and Gears probably should have just stopped at at oh, three. Oh, that's where you're getting at. Yeah, not Angry Birds.
1: I <laughs> know, not Angry Birds. <laughs> I, mean,
2: I, I don't want to talk about. I do universe. promote that movie quite a bit,
1: but that's not that's not what I thought you meant. Yeah, I guess we did kind of continue on.
3: Why this. would you kill Halo at three when it was at the pinnacle?
2: Because trilogies no, just seem three. just seem to be it. You had three Bioshock games. You had you know three Mass Effect games, and then people don't like Andromeda. Hey, now. it just seems like three is the magic number. Now, Gears yeah. 4 and 5 are pretty polarizing. Achievement lists aside, I would think people liked 1, 2, and 3 and didn't like Judgment. Uh, Halo 1, 2, and 3, but people did like Reach, but then 4 and 5 are looked down I liked bottom. ODST. Hmm, ODST is cool. I like ODST now, too.
1: I didn't at the time, I do now. Hmm. So is so a Halo.
4: Yeah. Or Gears well, 5 is basically Gears 3 2. So that should be like the best one again, right? Does that hold true? Definitely. Okay.
1: He has no idea he hasn't played
3: it. You have to get through the
2: bad trilogy to get to the good trilogy. All right. Infinite's going to redo it. Speaking of bad. Yeah, totally. Ahaiso says Can't think of any. I just want to end, but I'd remove Final Fantasy 7. Not because it's bad. <laughs> not because it's bad, but because people often look at it through extremely rose-tinted glasses, and it isn't uncommon to see people compare other Final Fantasy games or RPGs in general uh, to it, from the view of it basically being a gift handcrafted by the gods. Now we've definitely talked about this before, but yes, but uh,
1: I can understand
2: that point I of view. I mean, uh, before we had seven, us Americans had one. Four and six, which was our one, two, and three, and that's a trilogy, and that's it. Done, seven didn't need to exist. You are right, uh, Heizo. I knew it. Hey, 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 hey.
4: (laughs) I mean, I get his reasoning, I guess, but doesn't that just change like all of history if if Final Fantasy seven doesn't happen? Without
1: um, Final Fantasy Seven, no. I know it at least. Yeah, there's no changes eight. The there's games no that eight I play. with no
4: seven. I mean, I don't no. just mean that in a numerical sense. I mean, like I don't think the series <laughs> continues. Well,
1: definitely, it, it
3: doesn't go in the direction it does. In a series that long, I think you do have to consider the subsequent uh, iterations after the one you remove. Yes. He's changing yeah, gaming looked, now. Wait, well, wait a probably did looked you ask more the, like six. Did you
2: ask the second question? Because uh, that more answers it the second question. Uh, did you ask? Yeah, I, the other Yeah, screen?
1: yeah, I asked both.
2: Or did you read
3: I, both? You might as well repeat the question at this point. I don't remember what <laughs> okay, I'm I. About.
1: I know I read <laughs> both of them. Where are my but pants? yes, I will read both of them again. So the first one was from Retro Chief. It says. If we could ensure a series would never have another sequel, what series would it be and why? And then from Death Dealers, which is kind of like the same question is, if you could remove one game from a series uh to make the series as a whole better, which game would uh would it be? All right. Okay. So
2: and in, in that case, Ahisel's just trolling. Like I don't I think 7 is overrated no. also, but to remove it entirely mm. is a little it's a little much. Um, it would not I, make well, the series better no it wouldn't I would remove un, uh, may, this might be unpopular with the people that play them but I would remove uh, the online games which are I think 11 and 14
4: yes I'm okay with that
2: but the people that play that have probably been playing those for a decade or more and just play that and only that so they'd be very upset with that I wish yeah. I wish those had their own numerology
1: I see what you're saying. Yeah. See, I I get what what a high zoom means on this one because if you remove Final Fantasy 7, the series does uh change as a whole. And like it just kind of well, assuming it would just stay in the retro Final Fantasy style. But then again, like I don't know, that's so hard that's so hard to answer because I'm such a Final Fantasy 7 fan. Like that can that game really just hits that that changed my life when it comes to games and how I play video games. So that's that's also kinda of hard for me to answer. Well
2: Um I have some more thoughts, but we'll uh Corey, you wanna read another one? Well,
3: I do I do. Straight from the mouth of a He Ooh. says a game to not get a sequel. The obvious answer is any sports games. We've been at the stage for years now where a game update would bring rosters up to date, but obviously that doesn't bring in the money. And he kind of stole my answer because that's exactly what I would say. I don't play a lot of sports games, but I think a yearly release is stupid with them. Um, I think that they could make just as much money, maybe more, if uh, they charged for roster updates. The hardcore would get it. Yes. And uh, even the casual players would be more likely to get that instead of where I think that they probably now get them every few years if that they might even wait till it's on you know EA play or something like that. Uh, I think if you just made Madden, FIFA no numbers no years, that's the way that it should go but I don't play those games so I don't have
1: a whole lot of uh, there's still balls lots and, those and lots of people that buy them yearly.
3: I think there's a lot I could, but I think I think of multiple
1: people I think there's just as many who don't. <laughs> I can also think of two people off the top of my head that don't actually – that I really wouldn't consider like a gamer, but they will every single year buy Madden and Call of Duty. See, I don't, without I
0: don't know. Without fail.
2: We might I, have to I, ask, I, don't, I would you know, need
3: I a sports know. fan for sure.
2: We might need to ask Freaky Row or something, and, and I think people still line up at GameStop at midnight launch to get Madden and to get NBA. 2k i think
1: so too oh, i man, those
2: people are crazy <laughs> and and that much like i was saying with final fantasy online i think those people are casual gamers and they will play the heck out of those games for a long time and i, I, think, I don't know if they would go online and purchase a 30 dollar roster update the same way i don't know it's, we
4: don't know that i think they wouldn't i think they would be okay with that and i, yeah. I think that would allow the developer to make you know big improvements over a 2 year period or 3 year period if they just put out roster updates but that wouldn't work for something like a UFC where just recently like the calf kick has become a huge factor like yeah. the rules in 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 football and baseball don't really change but the the meta of kicking in the calf uh, is is huge for UFC now and like that was not something that was present like even like 2 or 3 years back so, like, that would kind of change the game to the point where they'd have to change it. That's not like something you could download. Uh, it's just like a roster change. That's more of like a mechanical.
3: That's got a hot, um, hot fix. Yeah. Patch. Well, I, See, we're getting to a, patch, a yeah. UFC Elitist right now.
4: You might be able to patch they, it. I, they I, could I do guess. the
3: same thing with WWE. You know, you just have WWE 2K forever.
2: I was talking about real sports. Now, WWE 2K20 was so poorly received that they skipped 21. And. The next one's going to be twenty two. Would you be okay with in every other year release?
3: Uh, I think, like Kush said, you, they would have to showcase some kind of uh, formidable change to the game. I think if they made one good WWE game, it could do the same thing. Uh, I guess the roster's change in that, but really, I would do. be in it for the cre- the created characters if I would ever play those games.
1: <laughs> When it comes to sports games, in my opinion, a sequel needs to be earned. Like, the yearly releases of Madden or NBA or even WWE, like, I know there are changes that come with every single yearly release. And, you know, Madden 15 looks way different than Madden 20. But, like, yearly, it's just these little teeny tiny changes at least from someone looking from on the the outside looking in that's like it just doesn't seem like it warrants a sequel every single year maybe just one every three years and the two off years you have uh just roster updates and then on the third year you have an actual sequel that introduces
2: a new gameplay mode or what have you uh, what would you guys do from an achievement standpoint if you're just going to add title updates? Title oh, those people don't roster. care
1: about achievements. <laughs> I mean, Zittle. Those under- people. What do you us. mean
2: those people? No, no but really, what, what would you would you add an, an, a fresh thousand every year? Or?
0: Seems I, to
3: make sense to me. I mean, yeah. if I was a developer of one of those, it probably would not cross my mind, and it would be nothing new. <laughs>
4: Okay, that's a good question. And would you me? also be able to yeah, like, choose like the year that you're going to play? Like, be like, oh, I want to play the uh, you know the 2020 teams, not the 2021. Mm-hmm. Who would do that? I mean, I'm not a sports guy, but who would do that? I don't. Yeah, I don't think sports what, what's, guys what's for the, the most part.
1: What's the draw? I don't know. Um. So I would think that Saucy Slingo would much rather play with the 2019 <laughs> Patriots than <laughs> <in> the 2020. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, I, fair enough.
4: It. I get it.
1: Well, moving
3: on to the second half, uh, answering the second question, Ruderick says, as for removing a game from a series, first thing that comes to mind is nuts and bolts from Banjo Kazooie. Just a bad game all around. The DLC makes it unbearable. Unfortunately, Walker's Discord avatar is a constant reminder of it. Uh, Mental Knight chimes in and says, unbearable. Ha. Um, First off, I've
2: I get it. I've only touched. I get it.
3: I've only touched nuts and bolts. I've actually heard it's a good game. I just heard it's not a good banjo game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's probably right. a really good answer for this question. And I have one that you would probably. Foo foo. You said you couldn't think of one, and now you're going to be like, "Oh my gosh!" I would remove, and I would almost remove like a whole, like a generation of it. But if I had to pick one, I would remove Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five. From the series. Mm. Oh, yeah. That Mm. game
1: was terrible. I forgot that game even existed. Good Good
3: one. I'm looking at all the Tony Hawk games, and while they're not all gems, Um, Wikipedia has it broken off by the era, I would completely remove the Robo Moto era. So they made the the hits like Ride, Tony Hawk Ride, Tony Hawk Shred, uh, Pro Skater HD, which was terrible, and uh, Pro Skater 5. That's the ones that they were responsible for. (laughs)
5: Wow. Including some
3: other ones ones that made mobile and one that didn't release. Yeah. It's like the B team. Wow. The
2: really B
1: team. Exactly. That's not the B team. That's like a drunk D team. That's awful. They took
3: over after Project 8 and Proving Ground, which I never really got into those. Um, But up until Underground, I loved uh, 100%. I really liked American Wasteland 2. Underground 2 was good for me. Uh, And then now, skipping them, the, the Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remake. Is so good. So I think you're completely Perfect. fine removing any of those games in between. Good one. While we're
2: at so, it, do we really need any more Assassin's Creed or Call of Duty games?
4: Yeah. You just go to Assassin's, Assassin's
3: Creed and you're at least a new city every year.
4: <laughs> <laughs> See, Assassin's Creed, well, they, they still haven't done like a proper. Like ninjas, right? Is if there a modern day dude? I want a Japan yeah, setting. So caveman, Ninja caveman Turtles, Assassin's Creed—that'd be super cool. Future—they haven't done a future Assassin's Creed. That'd be awesome. I mean, there's there's room, there's stuff. They need to go back to the original Assassin's Creed storyline. I agree. I if just want them back, to stop
2: so I can catch up a little bit.
4: Well, yeah, there. 20 twenty—it's never gonna happen. Now, I haven't played the newer ones, so the last three. Exactly. So I don't. I don't <laughs> the, the know. The ones what that, that people one, say I'm are sure, good. I'm sure exactly. they're good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I like the old formula, though. And we
2: could remove any of the Call of Duty games made by a Treyarch.
4: I'm okay with yeah. I like their story, but.
2: All right, we got so. We got a mental for oh, uh, boy. Uh, <laughs> all right, hang on. I'm gonna.
1: I'm gonna answer now. (laughs) So for the first question, if you could ensure a series wouldn't have another sequel, I didn't. I also didn't have a real good answer for this. But then, as I started to think about it, I kind of think Mass Effect. Like the trilogy was amazing. Andromeda, I didn't even want to bother with that because everything and what everybody says it looked awful. And honestly, I don't know if we do need a four. Like more more time in that universe. Yeah, that sounds cool. But at the same time, like I don't know if you'll ever be able to live up to the trilogy and just how freaking good that was. And then kind of like L, how we started talking about the gears and the Halo trilogies, you know, we really didn't need more because those stories were wrapped up and four and the fourth in the series just kind of Tarnished the name, tarnished it. So Mass Effect will be my my answer for that. And uh, Mental also through that um to chime in on that, he said Bioshock ended nicely. No need to touch that now. I haven't played the Bioshock games, but from what I hear, everyone says the exact same thing. Where the the stories there are awesome. Don't much need another one i don't know if you guys have played that and can answer to that or any
2: well what he meant to say was he would remove the bioshock 2 multiplayer thank you mental that's exactly what you meant right i'm not seeing that on the they have but they did stop at three so that's not really uh an issue so they uh, they did the right thing
1: right no need for a four to ruin the series
2: All right, we have an an achievement one now from our friend L.A.X. Justa. For me, it's Gears of War. I love playing the story, but hate the achievements in the games. So much grind, yet I find myself still doing it. Please just leave it with Gears 5, and I would be happy. And remove Gears Judgment. I have not played it at all, but I hear it wasn't good, so if it's removed, I don't have to worry about starting it. Oh, that's how it works? Okay. I'll just tell you it's removed. (laughs) um as far as that goes yes the achievements we got into that a week or two ago it's a little overkill at this point
1: that's the point though
2: but they want you to play their game and,
1: and they also want you to look at the list to go seriously <laughs> i was gonna <laughs> yeah. say
2: overkill is halo
1: mm.
2: <laughs> but overkill good call good yeah. call Um, Gears Judgment actually wasn't that bad. It at least had four-player co-op, which was fun.
1: Judgment wasn't bad. It's worth playing.
2: Yeah. But I see what you mean. From an achievement standpoint, four and five were definitely craziness. Because they kept adding on more and more and more. And some of them weren't even retroactive, and people just got really annoyed. Right. But I... Also, I nah. love that original trilogy, and four was okay. Oh, the is so good. Judgment was okay, but if they didn't exist,
4: eh. I mean, or just to add achievements that, that don't need to be retroactive. Like, it's content specific, so it's not like, oh, and now you do 20,000 kills starting from scratch again. Like, that's just a weird decision.
2: Right. All right, I'm trying to think if there's any other. Now
1: my answer Ooh. for which game I would r- remove from a series to make it better. I would remove Batman Arkham Origins. Oh, ah, good choice. Have you played it?
4: Yes. Mother mm, well gives that argument.
1: <laughs> Honestly, it, I don't think Origins is a bad game, but it is definitely the low of the of those games. Now remind me in the series
3: of the Arkham games, where did this fall? Chronologically. That, was it the third? It's, it's the, third. It was the third game that was
1: released, it's, but it was like the prequel. Right.
3: Yeah. Okay, that, yeah. Okay, so you answered both my questions. Third out of fourth game, but first in the story. Yes. Alright, so I this is one the only one I think out of that that I haven't played yet. Is it bad? Like why? Why would you? I
4: think a prequel would be cool. It's uh, now I'll let Fufu answer in a second. I don't think it's bad. I think it is. uh, Of course, playing it now, we're playing the patched version. I know when it first came out, it was a bloody mess. So people who played it, you know, as it was released, probably have a different you know feeling about it than uh, maybe you know I certainly do, or people who are picking it up now.
2: Okay.
1: So, and that I definitely agree. I played it day one. It was it was a it was a buggy mess. Um, like I said, Origins isn't a bad game. Like if it was just the low point of the of the four of them. Like without a doubt, that is the worst of them all. But as a standalone game, it's good. It's a, it's a good game, especially if you like the Batman like fighting style and whatnot, you'll enjoy it. But just in the spirit of the, of the question, you know, to make the series better, like if you were to pull Origins out, the Batman Arkham games are perfect in my opinion. Origins is just a low point. It just makes the series that much better. And I know that uh, may not reflect a lot of people because a lot of people might say get rid of Arkham Knight because of the Batmobile parts, but I personally enjoyed them. There was too many Batmobile parts, but I still enjoyed them. All right. All right.
2: Thank you, patrons. All
1: right. And to go into our second topic of discussion, and this will definitely be the L or not L, the Nate and Corey part of the show. (laughs) There was an indie showcase game today. For oh. uh, ID at Xbox, and they showcase quite a bit of games. Now, I didn't get a chance to watch this. Unfortunately, the work I had to do wouldn't allow me to watch it, so I was not able to. I didn't have time bef- between when it came out and recording to watch it. Um, Corey, what would you what you think of the show in general? And is there any uh, games you would like to talk about? so the
3: show in itself was not my favorite uh the the delivery was probably better than the uh, the other one we got in i think may um much worse i didn't care for the host and that was probably my biggest concern um i actually liked them up until a certain point like of course you can you're going to be fake and stuff you're not going to really know exactly what you're talking about uh i don't expect them to but they came to a one point where they, okay, they interviewed Stardew Valley. Spoiler alert, that's coming to Game Pass. And uh, so ooh, they, they ooh. interviewed the uh, Stardew Valley dev, and they talked with him for, uh, I, I don't know, uh, a good 15 minutes or so. Uh, and then they came said it was coming to Game Pass. Well, Stardew Valley is what, like, I don't know, eight years old, ten years <coughs> old at this point? Uh, no, it can't be that old. 2016, to do math, it's at least five, <laughs> five. years old. Um, (laughs) and the next game came on, they showed a trailer for it and it's coming to Game Pass and it's coming out today. So, uh, another spoiler alert, that's that library game, Library of Ruina. So out on Game Pass today, and they didn't even talk about it hardly. They kept talking about Stardew and it made me mad. And, uh, from that point on the show was ruined. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, as far as what the content they gave us and what they showed, the game selection did not appeal to me as the one we got before. Um, Even the game pass section seemed really light. Uh, They actually showed a game pass trailer that only had, I think four or five games on it. Um, Only some of which had dates. uh, And and one of which was in March of next year. Uh, Then a couple more trailers came out and they showed the game pass logo. So we're assuming that they're coming there. Uh, But otherwise it was a, it was an okay show. Again, it was too long. They they, they How took long a, was it? Uh started at eleven thirty to one it's about an hour and a half, maybe a little slightly longer. Uh they took a break. Again, I don't understand the break. Uh they took another break. Why did they do that? Well, they only, only took one this, one time. this time. It only was only one.
1: one. <laughs> well, at least that's better than the last time.
3: Yeah, but I mean ultimately it was kind of more of the same. They talked to some devs and stuff. They didn't pass it to as many people, which I think helped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my thing. Go go ahead, Kush. What did you think of it?
4: No, I was gonna say yeah. The presentation I think was better this time. I think they they learned a couple things from from the last one, and yeah, they need to number one make it shorter, so you don't need to take breaks. <laughs> like I don't get that. That makes no sense. Um, and yeah, I think the definitely the selection that they showed this time was weaker but you know that's it is what it is those are the games that are coming out we are getting the games that we saw last time right about now so we are just swimming in game pass content and um you know indie games right now we're just we're drowning in them there, there are so many um so yeah so what we're looking forward to maybe not as good as the selection that was uh that was up last time um i didn't mind the presenters uh, so much of course i only heard about half of it this time but they were fine and they seemed with the exception of library of ruina or however you pronounce that uh, you know I was not around for that so it was hard for me to see or speak to you know how they didn't know anything about it but the one presenter um, pink or strawberry what was her name strawberry strawberry was so <laughs> high on uh, stardy Valley oh. that who, whoever came after Stardy Valley <laughs> was gonna get you know nothing like they were they were just gonna be it was a hard act to follow apparently with her as a presenter so uh i feel bad whoever that was (laughs) but but yeah especially for a game that comes out today like to not have anything about it that's uh, that's kind of weak um yeah yeah
3: yeah at one point they mentioned oh we can learn japanese talking about the library game uh and then people in chat were like but it's a it's a korean game (laughs) And so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh well, I guess we
4: won't be hosting the next one.
3: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're not going to go through all those games. Aww. Maybe we should just run off the list of uh, the Game Pass stuff.
2: I guess yeah, Strawberry was in a jam after that comment. Hey, oh. Mm.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, watch. So, yeah, run down the Game Pass for us, uh, Corey yeah i'll run that list and if any of these
3: like spoke to you and you did a little bit more research we can talk about them but uh origami 2 we kind of knew about that one that's coming at some point uh evil genius 2 uh that yes. one is actually looks pretty cool uh, you might have some that words looks great you might have some words about that one uh library ruina like we said that is out today pathfinder wrath of righteous this was the one i saw the march date on uh, a lot of people excited about it not my jam but that's coming uh paparazzi mm-hmm. coming to Game Pass. This is where you take pictures of dogs uh and you can pet them.
1: Sounds awful. That's
3: coming to Game Pass. Yeah. Uh Stardew Valley, <laughs> like we said. And uh the big one for me, the artful escape. This one we've we've seen for several years now. It looks beautiful. The and the, the, the music is probably what's gonna drive the game, but that. Uh, I think we knew about that coming to Game Pass, but if we didn't, now we've we do.
4: known about that. We've known about that for a while as a game. I'm not sure about the Game Pass part. Uh, just right. of note for me, Paparazzi. My daughter saw that, so now I have to play that game, uh, which is unfortunate because <laughs> um, it didn't look didn't look great. Uh, and now I'm you know, it's going on the tag for sure. Yeah, I don't it's not it's not, not photorealistic dogs or anything. <laughs> it, is <laughs> not. it is so not. Um, games that I was surprised by: uh, Aeon Drive looks interesting uh while i may not like the wall jump mechanic in that game it reminds me of velocity 2x uh and it looks like a very cool fast-paced uh actiony platformer type game apparently apparently it's got a little multiplayer not that i'll get anything out of that uh but that game looks fun inks looked kind of interesting i want to pay more attention to that uh lab rat was a cool puzzler yeah i'm gonna talk about a lot of things sorry uh loot river we t- we saw before you good. awesome Ollie, Ollie World. Can't wait to learn more about that. Planet of Lana is probably still my number one. That's on this list, uh, mm. yeah. Probably, you know, it's kind of like the inside um, ish game that's currently listed in this list. I'm not, I'm not listing the other game that I'm really excited about, but um, mm. uh, Salmon Max Save the World Remaster came out today, uh, twenty bucks, and then yeah, I think those are the those are the the ones that I was interested in learning more about and they didn't have a whole lot of information on this but they did list them in the uh in the xbox newswire article um so so i hope that means that they're next up they're coming up soon
3: there is one that's not coming to game pass i don't think you mentioned it i don't know if it's the big one that you talked about uh but i I just kind of looked it up real quick it's called the anvil game
4: oh no i i did think that looked cool but no that's not the one i was thinking
3: multiplayer co-op top down sci-fi
4: roguelike action shooter looks awesome well that sounds interesting yeah that one was in a sizzle reel and it just kind of flew by i was like what is that like this yeah, anvil if, game looks interesting
3: any of those words like resonate look up anvil i uh, it looks cool to me i'm going to try to get that on the the friday night group
1: they'll probably turn me down but still i'm gonna try <laughs> evil genius 2 looks great like when i, I just watched the teaser trailer for it um, honestly, when I was watching, it, I actually thought that the same people that did th- that is developing this developed Two Point Hospital because it has the same art style and kind of um, goofiness uh, to it. But it's basically, you know, you're an evil genius. You got to build your lair and stop the evil, the forces of good from stopping you from carrying out evil. You know, like train up henchmen and set traps, and it it looks cool. That's something I'll be interested in. Did you guys see a date for that by any chance? You know, off the top of your head. Um, my head I no. I don't recall.
3: It's been out, it's out on PC, so it's I can't okay. imagine it's too far out on console.
4: Yeah, that was one of the ones they just listed without a date or anything. So Yeah, I, okay, think, I, I think Hillary
3: e. Clinton's in it.
1: What?
4: As one <laughs> of the
1: evil geniuses.
4: <laughs> it looks a little bit like her, I think. Is that what they were going for?
1: yeah. It, I thought there was I thought there was like a joke preceding that. I was no, waiting.
3: like, it's, it's like one of those things. Uh, th- I think Mario said it in Discord. It was like, any uh, references is completely uh, coincidental. does not represent any yeah. real-life people, but
1: <laughs> it definitely could be her. That's interesting. How right, did you see anything at uh, Jingles Your Jollies?
2: Hey, now. Uh, yeah, early on in the presentation, there was a game called The Wandering Village. And that it looked like it took place on the back of a turtle. And it reminded me of Discworld, so it was cool. Um, I didn't get a real sense of what the gameplay was going to be like too much, but that was the one that caught my eye. So that looked cool. That's about like it. A
4: weird management ish game. Like there was like uh, some farming going on on the back of that turtle
2: Stardew Valley on a turtle. There you go.
4: Yeah.
1: Huh. Sounds like a ripoff of Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, yeah, I understand of that. For those that understand that reference. Corey, what jingled your jollies on this list? I know you've got a couple. Uh, other than the ones I've already said. <laughs> no, you did no, say them.
3: Not really. I'm dumb. Not really. The Artful Escape, uh, Anvil, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I've already been into Loot River. I'm, I'm ready for that one to come out.
4: Those are like Ollie my Ollie's top not three doing it for you. I haven't heard you say anything about Ali Ali. Is that just not your, uh, um, I played skater? the
3: other. Ollie. No, 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 I like Ali Ali. I played the other two. I will play this one. Um, but it just looks like more of the same, you know? I mean, it looks like the next iteration of it. Uh, but, uh, it's not my favorite skateboarding type games. Those, uh, almost endless runner side scrolling ones, but it's, a, it's a fun game. It's hard. Yes. Fun
1: to play, hard to master. So, Nate, on the beginning of this section, you talked about, or you made mention that we're just swimming with Game Pass games. true. Sure. By any chance, do you, any of you know how many unique games are on Xbox Game Pass right now? Yes. I, I see Corey looking up, typing right now, trying to quickly bring up Game Pass Counter. 478, maybe, give or take. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That was my guess. There are 478 unique games. That is ridiculous for $15 a month. And we got quite a bit of stacks too. got yeah, Oh, yeah. It's, that is just a remarkable. And the thing is, like, there's 66 games that are still underway that we know about, and that doesn't include anything else. And it's, it's remarkable how, like, you see ads that say play over a hundred games on Game Pass. They need to like change some of them ads up. We're almost to five hundred games available on Game Pass. That's
2: crazy. Awesome. Awesome. And Halo's yeah.
1: four best games. value. <laughs> there is never a shortage with Game Pass. But all right. Well with that, let's get on to the game showcase.
2: Um, I'm gonna go first. I'm yeah. very upset.
4: Okay rant away what did they spell wrong this time <laughs>
2: <laughs> very mad very mad kenny do you remember a game called space jacked yes okay i actually enjoyed that right game. before recording Uh-oh. i decided to check it out and uh on my r2dl i had to get to beat level 10 in the endless mode so what this game is, is a Rattle game, and it is a tower defense game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and maybe I should have watched a video first or something, but it took me a little bit to get the hang of it. So it, it has a tutorial. It tells you what to do. There's three rooms you need to run back and forth between. Nate, did you ever play um, Meet the Robinsons? I did. Do you remember the like? There was a mini game or like a bonus thing where you had to like shoot the hats and run back and forth between the the four different rooms and shoot.
4: I may not have gotten that far into it. That okay. doesn't sound. It's similar. like a.
2: It's like a separate mode you could access from any time. Yeah, it basically you just have to save the place from being swarmed by a bunch of hats. I think. Anyway, it reminded me of that. So you're not just uh, trying to. Save so one room, you're saving three rooms, and you have to run between them. And I think what the hook is, you're supposed to disassemble the ones you have and then bring them with you so you have enough materials to, to build it. So I was getting all kinds of confused. I just
1: compared... Or you just put them in the right place.
2: Yeah, maybe. I, I compared it with you. It looks like you did the story mode. I went right mm-hmm. to the endless mode because that's what was on The RTDL, so maybe I should have done the story mode first.
1: So... Just for a little bit more clarification, yes, it is a tower defense game, and like El said, there's three different rooms, but it's also like a um, kind of like a uh, like a shoot 'em up, ish. Like you have your character that runs between the rooms, and you can you can shoot, shoot the too, yeah. the, sh- yeah, you can shoot as well. So that's where the ish comes in. Um, well, step one, did you put it on easy mode?
2: I noticed. I don't think you could do that in the endless mode. I, I did look at the menus. I didn't see anything. If you could, then I.
1: Okay, I couldn't remember. I assumed it was there. It was in. It was in endless mode. I don't remember. I it know for like, a fact it was in story it mode. It Looks like
2: you got as far as I did to wave ten. There's achievements for wave twelve and wave fifteen as well. Because I kept dying, and I, and it shows you your friends list of, and your name was always above mine. I was like, damn it, Foo-Foo Cuddly Poof did better than I did. Yeah. But eventually, I I got to level ten, but I died right away. So I don't know. I feel like getting to level yeah. fifteen is going to suck.
1: Yeah, I I know. I played a little bit of the story mode. I did a couple. So like you have Act One and Act Two of the story mode. Act One has ten levels. Act Two has, also has ten levels. I know. I did a couple of the missions. Went and did it's endless like mode. It. Got to t- got to ten. Yeah, And I think I lost after that, I just couldn't get the rest of them. I'm like, man, am I missing anything? And then I went through and completed the story and then I just never uh, went back to finish the Endless. Okay. Um. Yeah, I can't really think of any real advice to give you other than... Uh, Maybe I'll good... watch some videos and... I would imagine there's a video or some sort of guy that can help you. I just... I don't remember. Good game, though. It's not bad if you like these type of games.
2: No, it was, it was actually it. pretty fun, and soundtrack was decent. It's one of these red likes though. the The videos are all two hours, so it's definitely not a super quick. Uh...
1: Oh, man, I'm pulling an L on
2: this game. I know.
1: It says it takes two to three hours. I'm at three and a half, and I'm not even done it. And don't. Yeah, I'm pulling w- an L.
2: I wouldn't count those those times anymore. <laughs> Probably took me that long too. Anyway. Uh, I was mad at another game uh, from Zitalon called Escape Sequence. Um, is it because you played it? It's definitely because <laughs> I turned it on. You were correct. <laughs> have you done this one yet, Gory? I don't think you have.
3: I'm off. I'm off that. You're off the gamer score bandwagon.
2: Well, let me tell you how easy this gamer score is. It's Uh-oh. it's one of those games where you can. Look at the solutions, a written solution, and it'll just say up, up, left, right, left.
1: And See, now that's the kind of puzzle game that's good.
2: Yeah. Great. But the game only has 15 levels. What's the problem? The problem is you could do the first five or six by yourself, and then it just, the difficulty gets crazy. And. On TA, there's a forum post with all of the things written out. I'm going to send it to you in, in Discord right now so you could look at it. And um,
3: level 10. Ugh. Yeah,
2: look at level 10. Yeah. <laughs> level 10 is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And I went through it a couple times. And it didn't work, so I eventually wound up just going to the video and following the video, putting it on like half speed and just going along with it. If anyone figured that out on their own, I'm very proud of you. But uh, yeah, I got very mad at this game. The good news is the achievement list is straightforward. Uh, all of the 15 achievements, uh, all the 15 good levels God. give you an achievement. Yeah, you found level 10 now. <laughs> Jeez, it was. Um, and then there's a random achievement for starting a level and then just quitting out there's an achievement for that for some reason called second thoughts or something like that uh, it's also a little my question if,
3: is ju- how are they yeah. going to update it with a title update
2: yes I was actually going to say that <laughs> this is one of the only Zitalon games that's just at a thousand and nothing else I mean they could easily just have push right, push left <laughs> Or any number of stupid things they could add, but so
1: just for clarification on what exactly I was talking about, you have like levels one through nine, which, like he says, you know, left or up, down, left, right, or whatever. Um, there's no more than three lines of text of directions where you give. You have level ten. Where level nine has three lines, level ten now has twelve lines
2: of directions, and there's no spaces or breaks. (laughs) Yeah, and then like level
1: thirteen has like three quarters of a line of text, and then level (laughs) fifteen has like three. Yeah, has a little more than three. So like, yeah, I see what you're talking about. Where the difficulty
2: on level ten just skyrockets. Yeah, Yeah. I think Devin was saying he stopped at level ten. I can this see why. The, this
3: is where I would actually prefer a video. Somebody just the video calmly telling me down, down, down. <laughs> no,
2: I did, I did get to a video, but they, all right. So now we need an ASMR version <laughs> of this. <those. laughs> Maybe you could narrate. There was no sound in the video that I watched. It was just I just had to follow and look what he was doing. Uh, so yes, I getting mad at two games. That should be easy. One case. I mean, Escape Sequence is at 1,100 TA, Shit. shockingly. I guess people just can't be bothered.
1: Well, I mean, I can understand. I, I just, looking at that level 10, I go, ah, oh, F uh, Yeah, that. exactly. That kind of hurts my eyes just looking <laughs> at it.
2: And it didn't even work. Ah! And then I need to do it. Uh, I had to do it. I've done it twice now, the Win 10 and the Xbox. And it still sucked. Anyway, that was uh, an L rant. Okay. Well, escape sequence. Don't guess, play it.
1: <laughs> I guess I'll kind of continue on with that uh with the mild rants anyway. So, I played a game. I played Katamari Damacy reroll. So, oh, nice. first a of all, uh,
4: at least she played the cat. I'm sorry, what's it called again? <laughs>
1: Demancy, demancy. I have no idea how. It I, thought it I thought you
4: said damn it. I thought you said damn it.
1: Did I say it? Catamari demancy. damn it. Damn it, Beavis. I mean, that's what I was saying while playing this. <laughs> yeah. um, so, have you guys played a Katamari game before?
4: <laughs> no. Yes, I have. Okay. Yeah, um, I've played t- this one. <laughs>
2: I've heard good things.
1: So, like, I was it last week. It was either last week or the week before. I was mentioning how I've played games similar to this on mobile, and it was the kind of thing where you you know I see the Facebook ad, I download it's like, oh, this is fun, I play for an hour, delete it. So when I saw this game, I went, oh, this will be interesting, I'll play this, I'll give it a shot. This looks like the kind of like the perfect before bed type of a game where I could just do a level or two, especially on this where all the achievements are just beat the next level, beat a level, get an achievement, level achievement, real easy. Oh well, I was in that mood last time. I'm like, all right, let's 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 try playing this. Well, first of all, this is the most Japanese game I think I've ever played. The only thing that is missing to be more Japanese is fan service. <laughs> it is absolutely bonkers. I I read some of the dialogue, and it is still just so. Drug in dr- a drug driven fever <laughs> dream of a story that I'm like, okay, I don't even care. I'm just skipping a dialogue, I'm just gonna play the game for it for it, what it is. Now, like I said, I wanted to play this before bed, something that'd be just kind of a little fun, a little bit calming. It is not calming, it is. I was getting irritated trying to play this game because it has the worst controls I've ever played in my life. What, like. It controls awful. I don't know who ever thought this was a good control scheme. It is terrible. Like So if you don't know what, cat, what this game is, and I'm assuming all the Katamaris are, are like this. This is at least how this one plays. You have some sort of a ball and your little character is pushing it and as you roll over objects in the world, those objects stick to your ball and you grow <laughs> in size and as your ball gets bigger, you can roll over bigger objects and the bigger objects stick so on and so forth. And the game is basically get to X size in Y amount of time. Simple enough. Problem with it is the controls. To go forward is, is not just push the left thumbstick forward and turn using the right thumbstick. No, you have to push both thumbsticks up. To go forward, obviously pulling both down goes backwards, and then to turn left, you hold the left thumbstick up, and I was pulling down on the right thumbstick to go left, and then to go right, I was pulling, pushing up on the right thumbstick and down on the left, or some sort of bonkers combination of that. I'm not even sure what I did to try to t- just turn the stupid ball. I was fighting with the controls the entire time. That's, it was beyond irritating. Those are literally
4: I, tank controls because you're controlling the treads of the tank. So you, you got it right. That's that's how you turn left and right. You switch the up and down of the. It thing. is dumb.
1: Man. I was even while I was playing this, I'm like, it, "This this is tank controls, right? Like I'm remembering this control this correctly. This is tank controls." And I'm glad you said that because now I know I have confirmation of what I was thinking. It is terrible. Why would you put that as a control scheme for this, other than to just you know piss someone off?
4: Well, apparently they that works. Apparently, in newer versions and ports, they they changed the control scheme, but they didn't for this one. I, I think I was reading about that. Uh, Matroc, unfortunately, knows a lot about it mm. and is it's not a, here to talk about it. it. It's a damascus. But mm. yeah, <laughs> I think other uh, I think other ports of it or other versions of it or other. Continuations in the series or whatever uh, do have better controls, but this is the classic control scheme. Um, that's kind of the fun of it. Is the frustration? That's the, fun of it? Yeah. The, the frustration is the fun. You know, it's that hot sauce fun. So I assume you like Dark Souls then. <laughs> I've actually not played Dark Souls, but
1: <laughs> okay, never mind.
4: Yeah, I. I played the
1: first three levels, and like I said, I like the idea of the game. I think it's very – I think that is enjoyable. It's just the controls of it was just driving me nuts. Yeah. I
4: think this – And like – I think oh, this God. game, uh, at least my, rem- not memory, my memory of the, uh, the first time playing it is that you get far enough into the game just by struggling, 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 fighting the controls, fighting them. But then when you go back to it, like the earlier levels, after you've been struggling with the controls – They kind of make sense and you kind of then when you start playing from the beginning through again, you get like a second layer of skills (laughs) because now you (laughs) have mastered the controls for basic stuff and you can kind of pick up the tips and tricks as you're going through. So if you were to start that first level over again, it would probably be a little easier, probably be a better time.
1: I mean, that one surprised me. Like my ego is not big enough. For me to, you know, deny failing on the very first attempt because I c- I was fighting with the controls so badly, it was just. I only played one level. I didn't know you could fail. Yeah, <laughs> you can. I did.
3: Is it I've, timed or something?
1: <laughs> it is timed. Failed? Okay. Yeah, it's the time. Whatever the first time level is, I I wind up failing that. Okay. Because I was fighting. Maybe with I the didn't controls. make it to the time. The time. Line. I did the first three levels. Okay. Yeah, like, so I didn't hate... I'll, I'll also be honest. I was kind of... I was cranky going into the game. I wanted something relaxing, and it wasn't relaxing. Um, And this also wasn't the kind of game where I got angry at it, and I immediately uninstalled it. Like, other games that make me angry that I can't wait to uninstall, like Scott Pilgrim. So I'm going to give this another try. Oh, boy. Um, The annoying part of this game... Or the the real annoying part of this is I kind of went back and forth between playing this or another game, and I want Nate to tell me about Dodgeball Academia because I was I almost played that game. I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna play Katamari. So, oh, just tell me I I chose wrong,
3: did I was gonna yeah, say real chose quick, wrong. yeah,
2: that this game is on Game Pass, and yes, 10 also.
3: Stack. Everything that we're yes. talking about is on Game Pass, minus what L
1: played.
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> the three of us played play Game fine, Pass games. Fine. Yeah, Nate, tell me I chose wrong.
4: Which is funny because L tells us to stop buying games, yet he plays games have I buy. I didn't buy, buy, <laughs> I didn't buy any of them I'm just I saying, didn't buy. Anything. I'm just saying, isn't I, it ironic?
2: I try to help the people who
4: like the easy gamer score. It's like ten thousand spoons. No, you need is something just saying. Oh ah. uh, yes, yeah. so, so, so <laughs> dodgeball academia or demia, depending on how well you pronounce things. Damia. Uh, is
1: like my hero academia.
4: Yes, exactly. That is exactly what I was thinking, thinking when I saw that. Um first. Now we talked I knew about you this you are you weeb. We talked about this a while ago when it was incoming coming real soon, I believe. And um I'm like happy ago. to say <laughs> I am happy to say that I like this game, um, and my excitement for it, well, I shouldn't say my excitement, I wasn't overly excited, but my interest in the game kind of panned out, and yeah, I do enjoy this. Um, this is an RPG, this is, once again, Dodgeball Academia, this is a, an RPG game that I actually enjoy, unlike the last, like, two or three RPGs I've started, um, I really enjoy this, and I'm gonna see this one through, um. The mechanic or the fighting mechanic is all dodgeball. So if you remember the classic NES games, uh, Super Dodgeball and Super Volleyball, they're very similar to that in terms of um, like the special attacks that can happen. Uh, Different uh, people that you get on your team will have different types of attacks. So not not only is your dodgeball just going straight or has like a fire effect, uh, you have one character that when they throw the dodgeball, it kind of has like this wave pattern. Um, and then you have another character who, when they block, uh or when they go to catch the ball, instead of catching the ball, they just kick it back at the other person uh on the other team. So uh there's all kinds of variety. It's not just I'm gonna throw or I'm gonna catch, I'm gonna throw or I'm gonna catch. There's all kinds of crazy attacks that happen. Sometimes the balls change speed as they're coming at you, and you have different, let's say you have three opponents on the other side they can all be throwing different types of attacks at you. So one of them is like a super fast one. One of them is a very slow one. One of them is um, at a projectile that isn't visible, but you can see the shadow. Um, and it's all crazy. And sometimes the dodgeball rules change. Sometimes you're playing Greek dodge. Sometimes you're playing regular dodge. Um, so What like the
1: heck is Greek dodge? Greek
4: dodge, when I was growing up, is if you get out, you go behind the other team. So you're playing like an oh, rectangle. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, when you knock someone out, they go behind... And, and now you have now your sandwich on your side. Wait, what? are trying to knock out the normal people. And then the people behind you, you can't knock out. You just have to dodge them or catch their balls. You can't knock them out anymore. They're there. Um, yeah, so that's the best rules. And that changes. Like each encounter is different. Some encounters are uh, in a big grassy field. So you can't really see the ball. You can't see the projectile. Um, so that kind of changes things up. Uh, there's another one where you're in um, like a parking lot, and there are cars coming, and you have to dodge the cars as you're going. You have a little bit of time to kind of move to the other if side. You
1: could dodge a car. You can dodge, dodge a, a ball. <laughs> exactly.
4: Uh, maybe maybe that was the inspiration for that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and the story isn't um, it isn't that bad. Uh, I, it's not super deep. Um, you're you're basically Shocker. yeah you're basically a kid that goes to the school. And you are just trying to become a really good dodgeball player, Uh, and then you eventually uh, the whole thing kind of revolves around this tournament that the school starts to receive funding so that they can stay open, Uh, and that's pretty much the plot. And you're you know there's some mysteries going on, and um, the game does a really good job of teasing out uh, chests that you can't unlock, floors that you can't go to just yet. But, you know, you will you can see that you're going to go to them soon. So there's like this feeling of progression. There's um, optional battles, but really, if you're playing the game the way it's intended to be played, you want to do all those because you can power up and level up, get items, things like that.
3: It's now, like Pokemon Let's Go. You can see the battle and you can choose to do it. Boy. And sometimes yeah. if you cross somebody, you have to cross them. They're going to
4: battle you. Yeah, some battles you absolutely have to do, others you can kind of avoid if you just want to you know, skip them and and just move on to the next thing. Um, The achievements are... uh, It's a a mix of progression. There's a mix of collection. Um, There are some... I should say there's one missable that you would have to start a whole new game over if you missed at the time. Uh, There are a couple S-Ranks, things you have to do for challenges, and I believe that those challenges... Once you've unlocked them, or once you've gotten to a certain point in the game, you can return to them uh, and do them again. Defensive, so dodging the ball, and then there's like an offensive one as well. Um, Now, there is an accessibility option in this game. So when you're in combat, uh, you can go to this menu. I think you might be able to go to the menu at any time, actually. uh, And change Mm -hmm. the accessibility options. You can turn your damage to zero. Now, Damage taken. Wait, what? You can turn
3: your damage taken to zero.
4: You can turn the damage taken that you get by getting hit all the way down to zero. Therefore, every combat becomes really boring uh, and there's no challenge to the combat. It's basically just, okay, okay, can I, how long is it going to take me to kill these guys? They can't do anything to me. Uh, So I don't even have to dodge, don't even have to catch, you know, whatever. Uh, You can also turn your damage up, I think, to. Three or four times. Four hundred percent. Yeah, four hundred percent. Weird. Corey seems very familiar with this menu.
1: That makes more sense.
4: <laughs> Surprising, no one. Um, so, I found um, I found that the way to enjoy the game uh, for me was to leave those accessibility options off until you need them. Things like the dodging challenge are ridiculous. You have to last a minute. Uh, when these things are just flying all over the screen. And maybe that's something you want to do. Maybe you want to put yourself through that. Uh, I did it once or twice and said, okay, no, I'm going to turn for that. I'm going to turn damage down to zero. Wait a minute. Once the clock clicks over for a minute, then turn it back on, die, and you get an S rank and you do that three times. And then you do the same thing for, I guess, the the offensive one, which I haven't done yet. Um, I might end up doing that one the same way as well. But, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by this game. I really like the combat mechanics. I really enjoy the dodgeball mechanics mm-hmm. of it. I would, I would play a game of just that. It's fun. Um, but it's it wrapped up good. in this RPG that I'm actually enjoying the RPG. And that, for me, is... That know,
1: says a lot right there. Yeah, it
4: does. Because the last couple that I've played just haven't pulled me in. Uh, this one, definitely the rpg is fine. And I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm interested. And, like I said, I'm going to finish this game. Um what about you, Corey? I know you have finished it.
3: Oh, I have. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. For, for your listening pleasure, I experimented in the accessibility mode. I completed the game. And, uh, yeah, I could tell you about it. Um, I played this game legit less than I did Bloodroots, to be honest. Uh, right from the start, basically. I, I, I did try out some matches. I wasn't crazy on the combat um and so i just said whatever i'm just gonna turn it on and i did and uh, you can't make me feel bad um I, I even we know we can't i even skipped the story i tried to stick with it but there is so mm-hmm. much dialogue
2: Oh, so you'll skip a zit along, but you'll cheese this for no reason tisk, tisk. no there was a reason there was no. a
3: reason i wanted to test it out it Science. looked fun i like the aesthetics and um like i said the story like you only play eight days like you choose when the day ends and and all that and um i got through like a day or two but like there's so much dialogue you're you are reading a lot no voiceover um to go with it uh just to throw some things if you're gonna take this on and uh, do the completion you can pretty much play the whole thing without worry um if the the most worry that you'll have is um uh the 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 combat And, and like like we said you can turn that off and make it as easy as you want uh as long as you just do all the side quests as you get them uh you you won't have a problem um before you end the day like i said it will warn you if there are any open side quests and that you will lose forever so that's nice uh you have a, a map it's basically split into f- four four or five sections it's pretty small overall uh, and you can see the map so you can see where all these battles take place where all your side objectives are uh, and all that so that's not an issue uh, there's a lot of going back and forth to different areas so a lot of traversing uh, that you have to do uh, the only thing i want to tell you about as far as missables go that kind of haven't been mentioned Uh, are that you need to collect all of the items. So these items come from uh, like three places. One, side quest. Two, there's a shop. So you earn money and you have to buy everything in the shop. Uh, And if you're playing legit, you're going to want to look into that shop regularly anyways because they they do offer uh, benefits to your character. More armor, more uh, speed, or stuff like that. The other way to get items are these chests that Kush talked about uh, later on. You uh, some of these chests are locked. You have to get something to uh, unlock them, and uh, there uh, supposedly, according to the guides, is one that is missable that you can't get later, um, and it's it's right out in the open. Uh, So I would just look that achievement up. It's probably going to be one of the uh, hardest achievements because it is buggy. Um, So I don't know if it's supposed to be like this, but people are saying it's missable. There's only one that is missable. As long as you get that before uh, you pass that section, you'll be okay. As long as you don't get everything before you finish the game. So uh, after you complete day eight and beat the story... Uh, you can go back in and uh, wander around the map, do random battles, and, and kind of, you know, do that at your leisure. At that point is when I suggest you clean up. Um, if, you're, if you're playing legit, maybe you do want to look for some of those items. But if you unlock those chests as you go and you happen to do them all before doing that last battle, people are seeing that they're not unlocking. Uh, I kind of looked it up ahead of time and made sure I said, yeah. I'm not even going to open them. So I didn't until after I beat the story, and I didn't have a single problem. Uh, There's a video. Somebody went and got all of them. There's not a ton. uh, Probably about a nine-minute video. Uh, Like I said, the map's not big, so it wasn't an issue to clean up.
2: Uh, Otherwise,
3: you're going to get every achievement besides maybe
1: two or three.
2: Well, I'll admit that I am downloading this game right now. I <laughs> did notice... It looks so good. I did notice that it uh, it, it appears to be two-player co-op, so maybe I'll... Mm, I no ass- idea. I wouldn't think so, no though. In the in the store, it says two players. It's possible. I, I assume it's appropriate for the kiddies.
3: Well, well, Dodgeball is three players, so I don't know how that works. But
4: yes, it's appropriate for kids. Yeah. You're playing three-on-three? Yeah. Three? Not two-on-two? Two. It's mostly appropriate.
3: It's three-on-three. But you only can, at least in the way we played it. You only control one person at a time.
6: Yeah, all huh. right. I'll I'll report back.
3: But the game was fun. Um, but you can cheese it. To each their own.
1: Yeah, that explained. That was one of the things I noticed. I'm like, that oh wow, Corey got all of the achievements. He completed the game. He did the S ranks. And then there's accessibility. So, just that answers all the questions. <laughs> if you
3: really <laughs> want to know what went through my head, I saw the S ranks and I saw that people could cheese them. And I said, what if that's not intended? I'm going to get in while the getting's good. Uh, <laughs> get it done now. <laughs>
4: Yeah, the thing—the thing with that though is, is you can turn them back on, so and then you can enjoy the game. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm just saying. That
2: oh no, you're for not. You're me, not gonna do oh no, it, so. I,
4: I know, I know, I'm not trying <laughs> to. I'm not, not trying that. to. I'm not, trying to I'm not going to. But um, but yeah, I for am. me the game is would be super boring. Like I would be bored yeah. out of my brain just just playing it with no taking no damage because then it's just there's like no challenge. Right. There's no there's no reason to do the mechanic at all. It's like just the game already, itself yeah.
3: did become boring. Yeah. I turned it into fun by. Watching, watching a show while I was this say, was on the side
4: i was gonna say you're <laughs> so, watching netflix weren't you
3: i was watching hbo max and practical jokers oh, okay those staten island That's, boys
4: yeah so i think this mm. game has everything like nah, if you want to play the game it's a fun game uh if you don't want to play the game you can turn the accessibility options all the way off or all the way up or however you want to call that and skip most of the conversations if not all uh, with the Y button, and you can just kind of fly through it, I guess. But yeah, it still yeah, took me I, like I, I eight play, hours, just to
3: put that out there.
4: Ooh, ooh, that's that's longer. Ta saying five to six.
3: Oh, actually, ta. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I thought it said six. I, to it eight. took me eight hours, nineteen minutes,
4: apparently. Oh, well, they've changed it since I had the page yeah, up. Yeah, it says six to eight. Yeah, I refreshed it now. It's six to eight. So,
1: yeah. See, I want to play the story without the accessibility. But like DS ranks, yeah, I'm absolutely gonna put that put that stuff on. Yeah, I, had no I don't with that. blame me for that. What that's I'm curious
3: annoying. to see is if the TA drops because uh, I just checked out Blood Roots; it's still over a three. This is just right at a three, yeah. um, both with accessibility modes. Uh, I have a feeling they're gonna come to bite me uh, come G test time, but
1: uh,
4: <laughs> yeah, it'll probably uh, hold up. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: But yeah, all right. Well, dodgeball. I can that's that. Uh, Corey, tell me about the Ascent because that was the third game on my list. Oh, that I was, I've already I was forgot looking about Looking to it. play,
3: um, yeah. So the Ascent. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> no, no, that <laughs> so good. I've been hearing so many good things about this game through other podcasts. I've been super hyped on this, and I am here to break it down because it it needs a little bit of a pull to its push. The Ascent is made by a very small team of devs. I've heard twelve people. It is a really good game when you think about it like that. Um, it's, it's 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 this isometric shooter <laughs> uh, RPG game, uh, and uh, it is up it is co op up to four people. The game I've heard nothing but good things about single player. There are some buggy achievements, so uh, I think the two have been marked as unobtainable. Um, it happens to deal with filling your codex Eep. um i've been playing nothing but co-op we've had two sessions so far about six hours it has been one some of like six of the most terrible hours that we've played since this group got together Oh god because of how buggy it is like it started out fine i hosted the uh the game invited invited my friends and and we played for a bit and uh somebody crashed that's not too uncommon uh that happens uh it happened to crash on an xbox one where everybody else had series x is not saying that's the cause but it happened that's fine what we noticed and what was in the achievements was that there's a uh, an achievement that popped for me but not for other people and that was completing a side quest and so it's like okay maybe it's a little buggy we'll have somebody else host and uh, we did their, you know, we let them get the side quest and somehow that popped. Um, but past that, we were not able to progress. Uh, we were able to shoot and kill and and all that, but we were not able to progress. Come to find out, on the second session, it seems that progress is saved to the host. So now I'm going to have to be yeah. the one to host every time. It's not a huge deal, but it took a while to figure that out. Um It also means that if those guys play, I think even single player, they're stuck. Um, Like I was saying, when somebody else was hosting it, we got the checkpoint to go somewhere and the door never would open. Not, it only opened once I got back onto my save. Um, And there's just some really like funky things going on. Um, At first, we thought it was a bug every single time we would start the game, it would show every tutorial. We eventually just turned that off in the settings, but so if there's something new we learn later on, we're just going to for- miss it. Um, that was <laughs> weird. Uh, missions. Nobody can see the missions except for the host. So that's really strange. Um, we have a missions tab, but we can only see the active one. Um, and even that doesn't appear on the map all the time. Uh, It does this... I'm trying to think of another game that does it. It it just does some things I'm not a fan of. Um if we're trying to transition to a next area, it wants sometimes it wants everybody there. Other times it will just pull you there. So it's very inconsistent. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of just pooping on the game <laughs> a lot just cuz I have not had the experience. Have you played it single player any? No because okay. I would have to make a new character. Oh, a- yeah, otherwise don't. my team would get left behind cuz the they, they would miss stuff. And so yeah, I haven't done duh, that yet. Of
1: course. Uh,
3: otherwise, the game is kind of fun. I, I like the isometric shooter part of it. Uh, it deals with uh, cover. Like, you can shoot high and shoot low. That's pretty cool. Uh, the aesthetics are really cool. Uh, oh, one other thing that's bad is uh, <laughs> there is some kind of audio glitch. And it sounds like a helicopter's in your ear for the entire night because... It's like a gun shooting. It's like the whole night, and that's not fun. So I I don't know. They're apparently they're pushing patches fairly frequently. The achievements aren't fixed, but and at least over one weeks worth of patches, our multiplayer stuff was not fixed. The game takes forever to load, but I'm hopeful for it. It does have potential. I think it's okay game if you play it by yourself, but if you're playing co-op, it's very very buggy,
1: unfortunately. Well, that's because, Sounds... like I said, the game looked awesome ever since we saw it, the trailer for it. Uh, I don't even remember what it was the E3 or whatever it was. Like I've been very much excited for, it. I just haven't had a real chance to get to it yet.
3: Yeah, we're kind of joking. Like, did anybody even play test the game? And I hate crapping on games that. Are made by a small team Ow. but it really is a, a big feat that they made this kind of game um and it's just unfortunate that we encountered so many errors in so little time
1: yeah that's a shame
3: yeah we'll, we'll keep up with it uh, now that we figured out that host is saved to one person we, we don't have to struggle with that we spent like an hour last session just trying to figure out why we couldn't do with the game anymore um and it's really funny with Kronos. He's on Xbox One. Everybody else is on a series. We load in so much faster, and then he sees things that that we don't see. It's very weird. Uh, but I guess that's just the nature of the wow. beast.
1: Well, okay, then. So yeah, uh,
3: I, I say wait on it. I say wait on it. Unless you're going to just do it by yourself. Wait. Still
1: unobtainables, but yeah. Good to know. Uh, Al, what's your last game that you That want to sounds talk about?
2: terrible. I wanted to play the ascent. I mean, it does.
1: Oh, the the ascent. I thought you were talking about your game. Oh,
2: my game sounds terrible. Also, uh, so just for that, I'm going to talk about several games just to annoy Corey. No, I wanted to quickly say that I tried uh, Space Jam with my kids. So that's a game you don't have to pay for. Corey, you happy now? And neat. And I wanted to say it was pretty fun uh, with the three players because I think the old what game you, I think what you were saying is that you. If you stick a second controller on, then you won't get game over, so you just keep reviving. So it Yeah, seems- like
3: you can save yourself.
2: Yeah, so we did the first few levels. It a little repetitive, but it was fun playing with the kids. So that is ah. a good time, but achievements do not pop for everyone. So anyway, moving on Boo. to our friends at Artifacts ArtifexMundi.com. Scarlet Mysteries Cursed Child, just wanted to quickly give a shout out to my crew, Dude with the Face, and Mental Knight, and MDP, and Michelle. Uh, We finished up yet another one. So this is the style of Artifacts Monday that has, you don't have to go through twice, so we, we prefer this way better. You just go through once. Because it used to be where you had to go through on easy and on hard. You don't have to do that. So you go through once and uh, you have a guide up for the collectibles and then it's done. We always have a good time and good laughs with this. So just wanted to give a quick shout out. I haven't seen any of these on sale in a while. So I'm getting upset about this. I don't think anyone wants to pay $15 for any of these games.
1: I know I don't. (laughs) Uh,
2: This one... Scarlet Mysteries, eh, didn't really have the best story, and I you know, Mental Knight likes seeing the ghosts, when there weren't enough ghosts. These are a lot of supernatural going on with these games. A lot of bad trips. Wow. Uh, Yeah, so, a lot of varied game going on. I, I'm going to check out this Library of Ruina game, installing that too. Actually, we had a talk earlier in the Discord about the fact that it has uh, 76 achievements.
0: Good
1: God.
2: And Big L did not like that. And I was met with disparaging remarks for not wanting a bunch of low-score achievements. It's bad enough playing Ord and, and deal with all this nonsense. I don't know. I like a nice, or concise list where you it. can remember what you have to go for and have TA open and see what you're missing 76
3: is too many. More achievements better. All right.
2: Maybe I'm alone. Just play the
3: game. You're going to get like a bunch of random pops. And you're like, oh, cool. Oh, cool.
2: Sometimes. Sometimes it covers over the... You want to actually pay attention to the game. You just see pops for days. I don't know. I like 30 or 40 achievements at most.
3: I think you like 10 achievements that pop within five minutes. No, I don't like that.
1: I don't know. Two of your three games do that.
3: No,
2: stop it. Hey,
1: you're the one that was bringing zits and rats. Nah, no, I
2: did not. And we were the ones bringing real games.
1: <laughs> oh, also, we
3: right, were um, talking
2: about sticky balls. And you I
1: hate
3: I hate how he does this, uh, and I'm going to do it too, just this one time. Um, going to pat <laughs> Kusha's back and mine uh, after his um wonderful sale recommendation last week of Death Store Windows 10 version is zero percent off. Uh. Since last show, me and him both started and completed it. <laughs> that's uh that's, that's door for completions. amongst oh, wow. The two of us console commands. So good, so good. Damn, not on uh, not on this game, but definitely. Cheated.
7: I need the
4: Canadian stack. When the Canadian stack comes out, I will play it again. It's very good. Wow.
1: There's, well, that's that's a sales recommendation. If I've never heard any,
2: I think it has a different title there, like syrup hockey apology door.
1: L, do you I, have anything you would <laughs> recommend on that's on sale?
2: Uh not really, but I was gonna say that. Me neither. That uh, the Dark three season pass is on sale for six bucks, and the game with gold—it's games with gold now. So now's the time to do that if you're gonna do that if you're into that.
1: It's not a bad recommendation. Uh, Corey, how about you?
3: Yeah. So I mentioned last month when Undermine left that uh, I would be following it. And what do you know? It is on sale for half off. So that means it is $10. And the internet tells me that this is the first time it's gone on sale. If that's true, that's a good deal. So I might pick
1: that up. We'll see.
2: All right. Thanks, internet. (laughs)
1: And besides Def Store, what do you got, Nate?
4: Uh, Rindled Corpse's EX. I know we've talked about it before, but it's $2. It's $2 down from $10. So shoot them up. It's one of those rare shoot 'em ups that L has finished that I have not, <laughs> so uh, I need to go back and do that. That's that's just for uh, lack of uh, you know attention to it and I Chinese and stuff.
2: Really liked that game. Yeah, I know I you mentioned really that like a the lot soundtrack. Of times. I like the soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. i keep waiting so. for oh, what's the other one? Uh, Devils, demons, tier plus. Yeah, I keep waiting for that. Yeah, one. They, on sale.
4: They have Never another does. one. It, it's well, actually, it was on sale. I you know, at one point, I bought it on sale. Because um, Xenon yeah.
2: Valkyrie is too, too freaking hard. That's like the opposite of what I want to play. The Demon's Tear. You just
4: like it because
3: of the developer.
2: Oh, the Demetrius Make, developer. Makes the Dan no, Demetrius game. No. No, I, I really. It's the same uh, person to did the soundtrack this, for Demon's Tier. That's d- why I play it.
3: Devolver. This is like, your Devolver. Like, if I have Devolver, you have Cowcat.
2: <laughs> 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 Moo, meow. They should just call it Moo Yeah. <laughs> all right. So
1: <laughs> if you don't want to buy anything, we do have games of gold. Yeah. Uh, up right now for download is Dark, Darksiders 3, like L mentioned, and Lost Planet 3. Meh. So hmm, they're free. That's all that matters. Free. Uh Game Pass. Like we said, Library of Ruina, out right now. Um, another game that's out now to you people that are listening to it, not to you three, because you three are hearing me in the present, whereas everyone else is going to hear me in the future. Art of Rally. That will be out. Now, Kenny, and,
4: this this might actually be a relaxing game that you can play that doesn't have sticky I know. balls.
1: Exactly, this one I'm very yeah. much looking forward to because it'll be relaxing, and there will be no sticky balls. Are you? What wants sticky balls. Are you
2: on a leather couch right now, Kenny? Uh,
1: uh, no. Oh. Why would I sit? I was at, on a couch and record. I was wondering that would be silly. I was
2: wondering why you had sticky balls. Anyway, go ahead. Um, well, out tomorrow,
1: and not, when I say tomorrow, I mean for the listeners, not for you guys. Oh. So it's not tomorrow for you guys. Uh Hades, Hades will be coming. August 13th.
3: That is going to keep me so distracted for about five days. Five minutes. Yeah, I was exactly. just about to say,
1: <laughs> I assume in one week or in five days, uh, you, you and Nate will be telling us all about Hades and how wonderful it is and how much we have to go play it like right meow.
4: I feel a oh, cold comment. coming on right meow. Not Moo meow. meow. Well,
1: what else is coming real
4: soon
2: for you, Nate? Hey, your transitions are are something else
4: today. On Fleek, they don't fleek? say Fleek anymore. Uh, coming real soon, <laughs> Tuesday, August on 17th, on, is Greek, Memories of Azure, I'm guessing. I don't know. Um, <laughs> this is a beautiful single-player adventure Azar. with hand-drawn animations. You will take the role of three siblings, Greek, Adara, and Raydel, to guide them through the lands of Azure. Alternating between uh, alternating control between them and using their unique abilities to escape from the Erlag invasion. Now, I just saw this recently, and uh, luckily we were able to get a review copy. And I started it up and popped my first achievement, and I really like this game. Um, It's got the art style of Rise and Shine, uh, or a little bit of Ori. Actually, it gave me some Hollow Knight vibes. It's, oh yes, sorry. I was getting to that. It's uh, it's also, <laughs> uh, so it's the art style of Rise and Shine mixed with the puzzling of Trine and the combat of Rise and Shine or Hollow Knight because there are some projectiles uh, and definitely has a Hollow Knight vibe to it. And, and now that you mentioned it, yes, the art style, very much so. Um, there uh, There's a control mechanic where you move your two at least so far, two party members at the same time by holding in the left trigger. And when you do that and you're in a certain radius from that second person, they'll follow you while you're holding that trigger. And so you can do attacks, you can do jumps, you can climb ladders and things, and they'll just kind of puppet what you're doing. They'll copy what you're doing to, to get around the map. At other times you want to let go of that button to leave them to stand on a button or be in a position in the room to solve a puzzle. So that's the kind of gameplay that you've got going on. It is beautiful. Um, it, I'm I'm very interested in this. I had no idea this was coming out, and I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully streaming that this week, and maybe giving some impressions next week.
1: Now, Nate, you said on Fleek. I meant I think you meant to say on Greek. Probably, yeah. Fleeks and Greeks. Yeah. I
4: was looking at
2: the achievement list, and I very disappointed that there's no like it's Greek to me or something like that. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Very generic list.
4: Yeah, I don't, I don't think their pun game is strong. I don't think that's where they're going.
1: My big fat Azar wedding.
4: Okay, not bad. My big f- flat,
2: flat fleek. Damn it. Fleek.
3: Stop no trying to make puns happen.
4: What okay, L. you, Elle? Is there anything coming real soon that you're interested in?
2: Uh, yes. I'm checking out a game called Mayhem Brawler. And that comes out Wednesday, August 18th.
1: I'm, uh, I'm not going to play this. I got Allstate. What? <laughs>
4: that that was bad.
2: <laughs> uh, you're in good hands with Allstate. I don't know what the hell you're talking about.
4: Mayhem. Mayhem. Is, is the that an
2: insurance thing?
1: Yeah. I'm protected against yeah. Mayhem Brawler.
2: Okay, well, I don't know what that is. So Mayhem Brawler is a three-player co-op game in the style of 90s beat-em-ups like Streets of Rage and Final Fight. Um, unfortunately, there's no online co-op that I know of, but it's it's got different endings. It's uh, fully voice-acted, and the music is supposed to be very good. Well, I might have to uh, stream this one myself. Give Need a run for his money. Let's do it. Yeah, I just wish it was online and I could play with people. But uh, the art style is pretty cool. It's kind of like that cel-shaded thing that was hip for a while.
3: But, I would say it looks like um, Streets of Rage 4. Yeah. <laughs> like almost a carbon copy.
2: Exactly, yeah. If it wasn't three-player co-op, it would be very meh. But that's what hopefully you get a couple of people over in. I doubt achievements would pop for everyone, but that would be the dream. That is Mayhem Brawler. I don't like the generic name, but I guess it tells you what it is. It's a brawler with mayhem.
0: All right.
1: Uh, Game I'm looking forward to Thursday, August 19th, Monster Harvest. Now, we have all these games, and we're typically supposed to try to find our own game to talk about. Corey told me that to, i have to talk about this <laughs> and as after i looked it up i see why cory told me to talk about this this is if pokemon and stardew valley had a love child um whoa imagine stardew valley and as you raise the crops you can you can um infuse the crops with these special slime that uh, appears around the world and when you do, it creates a monster. And that monster you then go out and battle. And it's Pokemon. So it's this management game. It's uh, you have like your own farm so that you can uh like your farmhouse you can decorate and make it the way you want it to be. So it kinda has like that Animal Crossing vibe to it. Um, yeah, this game looks great. This is a very foo foo game. Uh, I don't know if any of you will really have a, any any interest in this. But this is very, very, very much a Kenny game uh, that I am looking forward to.
3: All right. Also coming out on the same day, which happens to be Thursday, August 19th, Uh, it's 12 minutes. We're not talking about 12 minutes, but I have to uh, legally tell you that that's coming out. Uh, I will be telling you about Recompile. Uh, along with 12 minutes, both of those are Day 1 Game Pass, so there you go. That that's gonna be your week uh next week. Recompile. Oh, same time. Same day, same, same
2: time, same maybe, time. Maybe bat so candle. interesting in twelve minutes. Maybe Kenny can use his wing thing and play them both at the same time.
4: My what? We are Comic Sans. We are not a wing. You're talk, you talking about is. his Red Bull that gives him wings?
2: I don't know. He was showing me his phone with it had two screens on it. I thought he called it a wing Oh my phone. I thought he called yeah, it my, a wing. The, yeah, it is the wing. Yeah,
1: see? Yeah, my phone. So I have two I have. Two screens at once, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah,
2: you're
3: winged. Uh, 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 <laughs> Back to the game. <laughs> Recompile He's got a power is, range
1: uh,
0: screen
3: saver. Recompile no, is I an atmospheric Metroidvania, wink wink, a hacking adventure that lets you control a semi-sapient program struggling against deletion. A uh, sprawling 3D world that is a mainframe. Uh, it has intense combat, tight 3D platforming, and super-powered abilities The whole game takes place within one second of real time. And uh, it combines the Metroidvania progression. So it has non-linear exploration. Uh, But then it throws in challenges that want you to explore, fight, hack, and survive. Uh, There's multiple endings based off your actions. You can repair stuff, restore stuff, hack and destroy enemies. Um, All while trying to fix the mainframe. Uh, It looks... It looks pretty cool. Uh, you're this little like elect—I guess uh, I was gonna say electronic dude—but like you're just this little light dude. Um, I'm not 100 percent sold on 3D platforming. I'm never—I never am. So we'll see how that is. The uh, the fighting that looks cool. The exploration looks cool. I like the um, kind of the inside of a uh, a computer kind of aesthetic. Um, games that inspired this game is Axiom Verge, Hollow Knight, Ori in the Blind Forest, and Zelda. Breath of the Wild, and Rhyme. So uh, insert uh, you son of a bitch I'm in meme here. <laughs> because, uh, that This game is just oozes with uh, stuff that Corey wants. At least from the description. So uh, I will be checking it out day one on Game Pass. Recompile Thursday, August 19th. Uh, along with 12 minutes. Because you know, we have to do that. And uh, that does it. We're coming real soon.
2: All right. Please lots,
3: be sure to check those out.
2: Lots of good stuff on the horizon.
3: Too, too much good is, stuff. August just is insane. Just wait till insane. the next month. <laughs> like like Forza Horizon. Just wait till the next week. This month is insane. Like no, Forza Horizon some. is not this month.
2: Forza no. Horizon 5, they said the map is 50% bigger. Did we really want that? It's too big as it is, damn
4: it. It is pretty big. It's pretty big. Speaking um, of too big, the Gamer Tag Challenge. Thank Woo. you, Kush. There <laughs> it is. Uh, for the month of July. Wait, this isn't July. J- July this Close is August. Enough. For the month of August, it's <laughs> Restored Chief 1969. This sheet needs to be updated. Uh, with the wildcard game, uh, any new achievement or previous completion in the aforementioned uh, for Forza series, one bonus draw max. And for the bonus, it belongs in a museum. Achievements with words meaning old. Example, old, ancient, retro. Uh, and that's one bonus draw per achievement. Limit one draw per achievement. So if you have two old words and one achievement, it's still only worth one. If you have any questions, go to the Gamertag Challenge uh, channel and ask them there.
1: All right. Well, let's get to the last segment. Uh, brag camp. Take it away, Corey. Hello, me
3: again. For completions, we have... LAB1, he has completed 150 games Sir Polygon's at 400 completed games and X the Hero is at 800 completed games
8: nice. um,
3: he made a goal to like get under 400 installed games on his hard drive, so he's completed a lot of games this summer he, he had a goal to do it before school started and he said he made it with two weeks to spare so, uh, GG's buddy
4: good on ya yeah. In Ratio, Slayer Raining has reached a new milestone of 1.5, Crazy Catman with the 1.7, and Wildwood Mike with a ratio of 2.3. That's unheard of. Damn. That's unheard of. In Streaks, Elroy OMJ. We will circle back to him. Ace Uh is currently on a 100-day achievement win streak. Chesno currently on... Also on a 100 day achievement win streak. Cerebral Assassin is currently on 200 day achievement win streak. Philip Wendell with 450. Wakapail with 2850. Blue Thunder, 7398, on a 3000 day achievement win streak. And Big L with 3150 days. And brand new, we've updated the sheet. Now we're telling you about years. Elroy OMJ currently crossed the four year mark. OMJ. Omg! Oh, I, I thought he said G. You know, Jeff gif, gif. in gamer score. <laughs> we're going to Kenny.
1: All right, in gamer score, Rubens X has reached a new milestone of five hundred fifty thousand gamer score. Shadowless Edge six hundred thousand gamer score. Raw Sauce Ross nine hundred fifty thousand gamer score, almost that million. Slayer Rainy at one point two five million gamer score, and Lucas nineteen eighty seven. Has hit 2.1 million gamer score. Crazy.
2: Holy kill, Lucas. You should start some art. In true achievement score, the Alpha Seagull has 200,000. Toby Lynn, 400,000. Sincere Seeker 6, that's fun to say, has 500,000. Wildwood Mike, 600,000. Cerebral Assassin, 900,000. Red. 047 has 1.5 million TA score. Rossos Ross, 1.6 million. And Yinga Garten, 2 million TA score. Very nice. Nice. In the leaderboards, Chess knows in the top 500 of the England Gamer Score leaderboard. Wow. Very nice. Crazy Catman is in the top 100 of the TA leaderboard for party. Rua Tech is now in the top 100 of the TA leaderboard for Turn Based. Infamous is in the top 10 of TA leaderboard for Battle Royale. Wow. Watch out, Waka. Jimbat UK is in the top 50 of the England Completed Games leaderboard. JJ6Y, y believe that's a new name, is now in the top 5 of the United Kingdom Gamer Score leaderboard for Party. Well, that is a thing. Lord of Dookie69, best gamer tag ever, is in the top 200 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for RPGs. Mikkel KV is in the top 5 of the Slovakia TA leaderboard for Windows. Nightwolf is now in the top 100 of the TA leaderboard for Vayners. Rossos Ross is in the top 100 of the USA TA leaderboard for Xbox One. Red 047 is in the top 1000 of the TA leaderboard for first-person shooters. Retro 1969 is in the top 50 of the USA TA leaderboards for point-and-clicks. Almost done. Skeptical Mario's in the top five of the completed games leaderboard for Vayner's. That is ridiculous, considering he was talking about all the games he does not have access to or does not have purchased yet. But He's in the top five already. What the Thug is in the top ten of the Wisconsin TA leaderboards for being old and drinking beer. I mean, open world. Ow. What? What else you got to do in Wisconsin? Root for, that pre- cheese. Root for that pre-Madonna Aaron Rodgers. No, thank you. In Bragcamp, Camp, which has been pretty... You're just
1: jealous. Your QB sucks.
2: Mm, I don't have a QB. I don't even know what we're talking about. In Bragcamp, Camp, which is my favorite thing where people post uh, their brags of the Week in the, the brag cap channel, and there's a lot of a lot of impressive completions this week. Uh, Inigo Montoya completed Habraksha 2 which I believe was the topic of discussion for having a 100 point title update where I think people are so used to seeing 1,000 G <laughs> title updates that this confused people. Um,
1: the dev just forgot to add a zero. I guess
2: so. uh, but Easy mistake. Yeah, I guess so. Um, nice job. Uh, Fista Roboto completed Crackdown 3. Very nice. I know all about that pain. Um some people complain about the orbs. I like the orbs. I don't like the races. Those sucked. Toby Lynn completed Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, she was saying that. Some of that was tough for her. Yeah, I remember that being kind of a pain. I uh, remember I told it's you. It's not easy. Remember I told you Shenmue uh, brought quick time events into the world. Well, Jurassic Park took that and ran. Lots of quick time events, and some of them were very frustrating. But nice job. Aftos, 84, completed Rise, son of Rome. I'm pretty sure he put some tips in there on how to grind the levels. So, scroll up in there. Ruitec completed Dragon Quest eleven and said it was a grind towards the end. He had I think like 80-something hours in that game.
3: It's a little longer than It really tour, uh, it... dragged on.
2: Oh, nice one. Beat me too. Uh Speaking of dragging on, Ahizel completed Lies of Astaroth. That's Quite a feat. Damn. Yeah, that's something he's been plugging away at forever. Oh, and he goes back on the list. He completed State of the K 2. And Wild West 08 completed GTA 5. Nicely done.
1: Also, damn, nice one.
2: And in some... I
1: know that is not an easy one.
2: No, I think with the servers going down, he was talking about heists, and he got those done. And in real important news, Fluttery Chicken, um... Had a baby boy, or I guess more. Hey, more, congratulations! Dang. I guess Joe. more, uh, more probable his wife did, but uh, yeah, baby boy. Um, He's now the owner of a baby boy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he, showed a cu- he showed a cute picture. <laughs> so, congratulations to him and to all of our listeners. I hope you like getting your names read. This is what happens with the trimmed list. So yeah, congrats to you
1: all. All right, well that will do it for us. Be sure to keep listening to the extra content we got coming up. Um, um, something with something with
2: Elroy, I'm sure.
1: Elroy or Chewy or something. Yeah, I, some guys. It's a band. There's a lot of content. Issues this week. Oh, you know, I didn't want to say it just in oh, case boy. it didn't
3: well, uh, if abandonment issues it does it. not immediately follow, you can all yell at
1: Chewy on ice. Chewy. So this is very true. Tag him lots lots of times. It was his job to edit. All right, but with that One job. As always, follow us on follow us and sub to us on Twitch. You can get that free sub on Twitch if you have a if with your Amazon Prime, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, send us your Twitter tweets on the Twitter at Achievements 101. Join in on the conversation. You can post your brags of the week in the Brag Camp channel, discord.io slash AH 101. Subscribe to us on YouTube, please. YouTube.com slash Achievement Hunting 101. And if you enjoy the show and you can support us monetarily, please check out the Patreon.com slash Achievement Hunting 101. We would greatly appreciate that. But with that, class is dismissed. See you all next week. Later, skater.
2: Alligator.
4: I know.
6: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of VCCCW. Uh, I am one half of the. I'm the V in this combination, and joining us for a third of the C's is Chewy on Ice. How are you doing today, Chewy?
7: I am very, very well. I'm very excited to talk about what we have to talk about. Yeah, uh, can, you hear, can you hear the excitement? The, the excitement it's is tangible. radiating out
6: of every single decibel. Of of your commentary
7: right now, yeah. I mean, people often say that I'm I have kind of a monotone voice, <laughs> but as you can see right now, the excitement is giving me fluctuations, palpitations. <laughs> uh, that's enough of our
6: salutations. Uh, let's go over what happened in July.
7: Yeah, so the big event, the main event in July, was a do-over of our main event last July. Uh, We brought back the Royal Rumble-themed event, which was actually devised originally by uh, Mr. J. Black, and we named it the Rumble in the Jablungle. And this was the Rumble in the Jablungle 2 electric (laughs) jabloogaloo. Got it. I got it. And it was bigger and some might say better, others might say different. (laughs) Jablacker? (laughs) And we, we went from like, I don't know, 30 participants last year to pretty much every single person in the entire Discord this year. So we had 142 participants, about five or six people entered the ring each day throughout the month. And that wasn't just people in the Discord. That included special guest appearances from the biggest and brightest stars of Xbox and Achievement Hunting. Oh, yeah. We had... People like Maka, (laughs) Bills, Dalian, Smirnov. Uh, We also had some really cool uh, guests. We had one guest who actually joined us in the Discord as a result of the event. Because I did message all of these people and most of them ignored me. Uh, But one of them, as I mentioned last uh, month, was Cripple Threat, who is a America's Got Talent finalist Mm -hmm. um, and very funny guy. He joined us in the Discord and was bantering with the best of them. Also I threw in Major Nelson just for the lols. <laughs> I don't know. Uh didn't expect him to score much, but I feel like every Royal Rumble there's like a special celebrity guest. Uh didn't Drew Carey do it once? Yes, Drew something? Carey did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I feel I felt like Major Nelson would be this uh our, our Drew Carey at the <laughs> event.
6: <laughs> yes. But yeah. Uh
7: so every day we had five or six people enter. We had a different scoring category from Game score TA, TAD ratio, and achievements one. And there was a hidden cutoff, and if anyone didn't make that cutoff, they were out of there. I kept the cutoff secret, uh, but I did keep telling people it was low. Uh, despite the fact it, it was low, people were scoring crazy numbers. Uh, yes. Even from the very beginning.
6: Yeah, I don't know how far back behind the curtain we want to peel, but yeah, it was uh, by low, it was like, wasn't it like 500?
7: <laughs> was, yeah. I mean, when people were saying it's probably three thousand gamers score, I was thinking it's more like three hundred. But yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, as it was, though, you know, we had uh, with so many people, quite a lot of people just weren't scoring anyway. They were, they were, you know, casual participants, and all it took was to have one day when you just didn't score very much, and, and you were gone. Now, you know, that that counts for the vast majority of people. But then, the, amongst those, there were some real, real triers, Let's say. And I should probably shout out uh, X, the hero, and Death Dealers, who who joined the contest early on, but managed to last for weeks between yes. them. Uh, X took the Iron Man title early on, and then after he was eliminated, Death Dealers took it from him a few days later. And we also saw the return of the Eliminator target. So this was something that came in because although there was a lot of natural attrition, we couldn't let the ring get too crowded just because by the end of the event we had to have you know just a few people left so I had to start uh, a cull uh, and the eliminator target allowed people to kind of overscore to a silly degree if they really wanted to see someone eliminated and it wasn't a safety line it was a line that said I'm going to send someone home today the problem was it didn't matter what line I set it to (laughs) <laughs> pretty much everyone went for yeah, it every uh, single time yeah every single time and it got to the point where we went from like 20 people in the ring to 5 simply because <laughs> people just kept pushing that eliminated target you know i could say hey today earn 20,000 gamer score and you know five or six people would do it without even thinking yeah uh, and i guess that and, that and that just highlights how crazy it is even this year compared to last year uh with the availability of score uh, at people's fingertips you know and, and you, you kind of assume people have done everything that's available at this point but there's there's always more it did lead to some controversial eliminations did it not mr vulgar latin
6: i i am salty i am hurt i am fairly disappointed and my day was ruined yeah
7: I think yeah. I think you probably speak to a few people there. I know X was <laughs> upset uh with his elimination. He was he was consistently scoring highly and and then was eliminated on what he calls a technicality. Uh I mean, I just call it a rule. The eliminator line was not a safety line. So yeah, uh, he
6: he beat the eliminator line, but more people beat the eliminator line than On some
7: days, everyone made the eliminator line, but then because everyone did, half of the pool had to be eliminated. Uh, it was just crazy.
6: Yes. My uh, one day that I had in, it was, I think, 10,000 was the (laughs) eliminator line. I scored 8,800, and that was not enough. So,
7: yeah, you would expect, uh, you know, on a daily scoring contest throughout an entire month, that scoring 8,000 game score in one day should be enough to keep you safe, Uh, especially when the. The cutoff probably at that point was 800.
6: <laughs> yeah, it probably wasn't much at all.
7: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was exciting. It was thrilling. We had uh, a lot of banter going on in the channel. And that was really great to see. Some very funny moments. Uh, some 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 pretty uh, horrifying moments as well. Yeah. But yeah, it was really good. Uh, and our champion, Chesno, was the last to enter. He earned that right by being the champ. Didn't help very much <laughs> because no. he lasted... A day and we ended up with our final four yeah
6: we had a uh, mental night northern lass uh inferno and Hatton 90
7: yeah surprisingly enough Hatton held his own for a few days and then on the very final day just lay down and didn't score anything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, <laughs> he, uh, he knew he knew <laughs> yeah. you know and mental night northern last day they'd, they'd been scoring very very high score as well but uh they just couldn't they couldn't stand up in the face of just the craziness that was Inferno.
6: He went ablaze. He lit the whole thing up. Fire, fire puns. He
7: literally lit the whole thing up. He every time uh, there was an eliminator, he was the top of that eliminator line. Uh, he actually entered entered the ring on the ninth of the month, so he was actually one of the earliest people in the ring, and he managed to last all of the way through, all the way to the end, and take the prize. And that that's just crazy to me. I wasn't expecting to have uh, who was it that who who was it that went in the first in the real Royal Rumble and lasted the whole way through? Uh there's Rey Mysterio. N-
6: well, is there's Rey Mysterio. There's two people that did it. One they like to sweep under the rug, but the other is Shawn Michaels.
7: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting anyone to go in on day one and, and last all the way through. But you know, day nine, all the way to the end, is is pretty impressive. Uh, lasting through literally hundreds. Of other competitors So I think Inferno is a deserving winner And he is our new champ Yeah,
6: congratulations Well that's not the only thing we did We also Went on X's Extra Space Race Uh, A little bit about that, that was a Kind of crazy competition where we took the game Size on TA And we timesed it by the TA that each Participant earned in that specific Game, Uh,
7: and we went out into space. Yeah, so I, it, it didn't start like that. Originally, it was just, you know, game size TA, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, it was fun because the score was in the millions just to see those numbers. And then I think it was skeptical Mario in his, yes. you know, amazing brain went to, well, we could just turn this into miles from the sun and make it a real space race. And it just lined up perfectly.
6: It, it was awesome. Uh Yeah, we had, looks like, 48 uh, participants, uh, for 10.5 billion, that's with a B, miles altogether, uh, in 1,500 different games, uh, you've listed out Conan, Near Automata, Master Chief Collection, and Quantum Break. I actually used Master Chief Collection and Quantum Break mm-hmm. to full effect. <laughs>
7: yeah, well, those four were some of the highest earning uh, across the month because uh, at least Conan and, and Quantum Break, they are relatively short games especially Conan and they are big meaty games as well if you did a 100 gigabyte game you didn't have to actually earn all that much to get millions of points so anyone who did Conan pretty much swept the board and then Nier Automata was another one that a few people did that that was a really high scorer and then yeah Master Chief Collection
6: that was my ace in the hole. Uh, and then a lot of Call of Duties was what I did, because a lot of those Call of Duties are massive.
7: And the good thing about converting it into Space Miles was, obviously, we could race for the ultimate win, although it was very clear early on that there were some front runners there. But what it allowed us to do was to have kind of mini milestones. So, you know, people who weren't going to win were still able to say, like, my my goal is to get past venus or yeah. i'm gonna make it to earth or i want to get past mars and that's a really cool thing i thought to have these kind of mini milestones uh, along the way but you know out of the 48 people there were some who really uh managed to get really far ahead there and kind of making it past jupiter so making it past the kind of 500 million mark we had uh dubbed d23 and then making it past saturn which was kind of 890 million uh we had mister Vulgar Volga-Latin. Yay! <laughs> so you, you, you made it to 934 million miles. And uh, then out in front, almost the entire month, the guy who started it all, the guy whose idea it is, as you might expect, uh, was making a really big push, and that was X the Hero. Not only was he pushing it really hard in the Royal Rumble, uh, scoring big numbers, but he was also looking at those big games. Mm. And he managed to get 1.2 billion score in the space race by the end but he was pipped to the post in the last few days of the month by mr triple triad 777 who managed to get 1.3 billion which is only half a billion away from getting to uranus Only. Only. Uh, only. So it was a really popular event. And I want to say thanks to X for coming up with the initial idea, which was a really kind of cool twist on scoring. And then and then Mario for kind of adding in this, this space theme on top of it. And I think people really uh, latched onto it. And I, I, we've already agreed that what we're going to do is we're going to kind of leave it running just to see how far we can get by the end of the year. Uh, if we can bust out of the solar system. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
6: Get out to, uh, thank- to Voyager.
7: <laughs> i mean it would be crazy uh and there's also something that uh, off the back of this idea that um i think mario is is kind of formulating uh, as a possible uh, cooperative event uh space themed that we're hoping to run next year but more on that probably towards the end of this year
6: nice and uh it looks like there's also a tag team event uh, oh, it and looks like it. It does look like it. And uh, Vayner
7: Summer also is going on.
6: Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> do, do, do,
7: do, do. So, uh, Mr. Chesno and Mr. Freaky Row, tag team champions, the the sole tag team champions as of last month when they unified the belts. They challenged a new tag team. Uh, who is that new tag team?
6: I have some. Is, is, is me and is me Noth. Me and Noth. Yeah,
7: right yeah. Railbait Noth. You've broken away from the horsemen. You've made your own partnership. Yeah. And you you kind of laid you, you you had some fighting words, I think. Yeah, uh, you know.
6: Th- um mm-hmm. it's a conspiracy. Uh the world's out to get us. Um, uh, but uh by your flawed numbers, and I'm calling the uh powers that be, I have evidence about this, and you'll hear from it soon. Um but <gasps>
7: Soon, no, I, I, look, all four of you scored big numbers. Okay? It was big, yeah, big numbers.
6: It, I, I kid. Actually, all all four of us did really, really high numbers yeah. for the so month. It was
7: t- TA. TA was the name of the game, and uh Chesno and, and Freaky managed to get ninety three and ninety four thousand TA. So you know, it was a, it was going to be a tough, tough thing for you guys to beat that one hundred and eighty seven, nearly one hundred eighty eight thousand TA between them. But you, you did pretty well. You did pretty good. Noth got eighty-one, nearly eighty-two thousand, and you got seventy-six thousand. So. Seventy-six. So you know you were the weak link. Let's be honest of the whole thing. You, you, you,
6: you, that was, but with seventy-six thousand ta. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's not. That's, yeah. Uh,
7: yeah. And you know, you, you as a team, you managed to get one hundred and fifty, nearly one hundred fifty-eight thousand, which is which is very very impressive. It just it just wasn't enough.
6: Nope, those those Nino Kun games in Minecraft didn't have it.
7: Couldn't do it. <laughs> but is this is this the last we'll see of this partnership? Or do you think? Oh be no, I to think come?
6: there we have more. Uh, we we've been recruiting, and you might be hearing more in the future of of our plans.
7: Sounds ominous yeah and uh, we can move on now officially uh, yes. to the uh, venus summer uh, so as you're probably aware we've been running this since june we've had the first two months and then we've got august and september as well and that's the most ta in the vena genre with a bonus applied if you complete any Vayner games uh, now Awoo has led this pretty much from the beginning with his Lala completions but uh, he's just extended his lead by a significant margin. Uh, so he finished the final stack of Malolana 2, I think it was. But he also did Feudal Alloy, Iconoclasts, Monster Sanctuary, Cryo Gear, and then recompleted Cold Silence when that new DLC dropped. Uh, so he's got eight completions and over 32,000 TA earned in the last two months. Uh, just in that one genre yeah so yeah he's uh he's winning by some 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 way
6: it's a mountain to climb but uh skeptical mario looks like he's in second uh he's got a little bit to catch him
7: i believe in you man you got this (laughs) yeah yeah uh it's never happening but but still impressive impressive numbers and a woo yeah it's just storming ahead i give his performance a (laughs) 0.5. <laughs> and that is everything I think we have going on in July, and now we can move on to August. And oh boy, oh boy, have we got some stuff for August?
6: August is looking pretty
7: epic. So uh, uh, originally, the main event for August was going to be a uh, a kind of um, a merging of two worlds. So so back at the end of last year, we had the backlog blitz where we uh, asked people to go back to their backlogs and we applied a multiplier based on how old the games were on their tags.
6: One of my favorites. Uh,
7: It was very popular. Uh, And then recently on TA, uh, we had the Jake Jump, which was something that immediately followed the bean dive. And again, it encouraged people to go back to their older games, but it had a slightly different scoring mechanism. Uh, It was based on when you last played the game. And again, you had a multiplier based on how old that was was this year was one point last year two points the year before three points blah 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 Uh, however as soon as you earned one achievement that multiplier dropped straight down to one so every subsequent achievement you earned in the same game was just worth one point yeah Uh, interesting but maybe not in the real spirit of busting those backlogs because it really only encouraged you to just little scratch away at those older games without actually digging deeper
6: or just earn one point achievements
7: (laughs) well or you know it also you could just earn achievements from games you started this year uh, which again wasn't really truly in the spirit of things in fact i think i completed my jake jump by bean diving right i was still bean diving i bean dived over 40 games and i completed my jake jump
6: i got over 300 points in the event and i never Got a sing- I think I only got one time it was above one point.
7: It was, it was an interesting experiment, let's say. Uh, but we thought we could maybe take the two ideas, Backlog Bits and Jake Jump, and smoosh them together and create something that would kind of jump off the back, literally jump off the back of Jake Jump, uh, and kind of encourage people to go with that little bit further into their backlogs uh, in something that we're calling the Backlog Bounce. What we're asking people to do is to go back to those old games. We're looking at when you started the games, much like Backlog Blitz. And we're Mm -hmm. going to apply that multiplier. But it's going to be based on achievements like Jake Jump. And the multiplier, instead of going to one, it actually increases.
6: It's progressive.
7: Yes. So if you were to go back and play a game from five years ago and you earned one achievement, you would get five points. And if you were to earn a second achievement, that achievement would be worth six points. And then a third achievement, well, that achievement is going to be worth seven points. So just by earning those three achievements, you'll have earned five plus six plus seven points. And it just keeps going. It keeps going and going and going. To 20. Up to 20. Yeah. So if you earned, <laughs> uh, the, and, uh, if you earned 20 achievements in one game, That increase is going to increase, increase is going to stack and stack and stack and stack and stack. If you earn 21 achievements, it's going to be the same score as the previous one added on and then added on and added on. So it's not like it goes down. It doesn't uh, go back to one. It doesn't go to zero. It just flattens out. It stays at that level. Also, though, we want to encourage you to complete those old games. So if you earn a completion in those games, you also earn the equivalent of another achievement on that total. Yep. Go dig out those old games and dig deep into them. That's what we want to see. We want to see you digging out some old game that you dived 10 years ago and haven't gone back to and knock out 50 achievements and then you'll be laughing.
6: Yep, that's the that's the name of the game. Yeah, there's uh, things that you dove or just had one or two achievements and then the older they are, the better.
7: And there is a spreadsheet. There is a spreadsheet coming. Uh, I've been working on it. It's been complicated. To get all the formulas running and, and, and working as they should. Uh, and also we ran into a few issues with pulling the data, uh, which I'm sure most people listening are probably aware of now. Uh, we don't need to go into a huge amount of detail on this here segment. But needless to say, those issues are now sorted and we are scanning and scraping with our full capacity. Yep. Uh, now, now, Backlog Bounce was going to be the main event. Yes. It always was. And then I got a message from Mr. EOJ, who is a long standing community member, but someone who kind of operated in the background. Uh, and he was really keen to put forward an idea for his own little event, uh, which he was calling the Raid Boss Battle. And this thing has just taken us by storm.
6: You mean our beloved lord and savior, Zitalika, who everyone is
7: rebelling against? Oh, yeah. I, I, I forget you're a healer. <laughs> yeah. uh. So we have a monster,
6: our, my new benevolent lord, uh, Zitalika, uh, whose power and toughness is based on the number of Ratalikas and Zitalon games we have completed. Mm-hmm. I, being a devout follower of both brands, uh, have contributed a lot of health. Uh, And some other folks have too. Essentially, every one of your completions, uh, if you try, uh, will take down his health. But if you decide to uh, take a taste of the dark side and complete more Radalikas and Zidalon games, why,
7: you will heal Zitalika. Yeah, I think there's 60 people in this. So 60 people who signed up prior to the event starting uh, and all of their completions in those games created Zyta yeah. and gave him about, I think it was 3,000 hit points uh, formed of all of those completions. And then yeah, any completions we get in the month that are not from that stable of games will help damage him with with um, increasing ratio games giving more damage. Uh, so if you complete uh, a three ratio game, you'll, you'll knock off a, a chunk of health. But yes, uh, if you continue to complete those... Those bad, bad games. You will be buffing the beast, as it were.
6: Uh, You know, run from it, hide from it. Uh, He will come all the same. He will destroy you all. You only exist because he allows it. Uh, He is going to uh, take down all of you. There's nothing you can do. But I guess if you really want to try, you can try completing hard games or something. But
7: uh, yeah, we'll be laughing in front of the flames. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close-run thing, based on where we are in the month now and how close we are. Uh, and actually, he's he's been making an appearance in the Discord, yes, uh, and and channel hopping as well. So look out for Zitalika uh, with his put downs, his various put downs. He is a clever, clever, benevolent
6: lord and master. I am humbled and honored to serve
7: uh, as an adherent. You're just a traitorous son, bitch, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, so those are, you know, side by side, we've got Backlog Bounce and EOJ's Raid Boss Battle. And the good thing about these two events is that they do work together. So imagine, if you will, a situation where you go back and you find an old game and you earn a whole load of achievements in it for Backlog Bounce, and then you complete it for a nice tasty ratio in order to bring down Zitalika. They work together.
6: Or you have a title update in a game that you haven't done yet and you do all those title updates and then you heal him
7: so i'm currently sitting on pretty much all of the recent wave of title updates so <laughs> everything that's been title updated in the last two months i have not touched because i knew this was coming so i am primed to be a healer should i choose to it's, you know we have but cookies I wouldn't do that i wouldn't do that
6: yeah, the dark side uh, is full of many things that some might consider to be
7: unnatural, like cookies. And the final event uh, is a little something that also came from our community, uh, Triple Triad, who is, could you would you say it's celebrating, recognizing, acknowledging the fact that we are all, uh, who are at school, going back to school in August, mostly in America, and in September in the U.K., uh, with something he's called the Back to School Bash, and he's asking people to get their education kickstarted by playing some education and trivia games, earning gamer score in those games in August and September, and whoever earns the most might find themselves with a little prize donated by Triple Triad at the end of it. You get educated. Get educated. See now, I'm triple stacking these events because I'm a clever sausage. Oh, and I've, I'm pulling out. Mensa academy and sesame street once upon a monster and i'm aiming to complete these games which have been long standing on my tag so i can get some backlog bounce points some raid boss battle damage and some education and trivia score in the back to school bash
6: that's how you do it you just got to keep stacking them up all right and then i think we also have some yearly things to keep up with before we say our goodbyes. So looks like in the and I always have to count this out. C C C C C C C. There there's more C oh 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 no they're multiplying. Oh the C's that one. Um uh, so our top three uh have remained unchanged. So we got Jester, Stan and EOJ have completed more games than they've started uh, Jester is holding on with uh, 47 points, Stands at mm. 33, EOJ's at 31, and then dive season kind of hit some people pretty hard. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, so it uh, looks like Chewie, Jimbot, and mm. Icefire are at minus 100, and with the lowest of the low, uh, Northern Last is at minus 213, and Dude with the Face with minus 310.
7: Yeah, I was doing so well in this. Uh, I was like, I was in the positives before dives hit. Yeah, and then, yeah, I, I decided to dive 100 games. And that that just destroyed me. There's quite a lot of negatives on the table here. But I'm, I'm really impressed that people have been holding on strong and staying in the positive in spite of all that.
6: Yeah, it's been tough. I, I've been trying to turn things around, but uh, I'm at negative 41. And I, I don't <laughs> see that changing anytime soon.
7: So what I'm looking forward to seeing at the end of the year is that that mental knight has unequivocally stated he is going to win this yes now he currently sits at minus 88 so he <laughs> yes. has a big hole to climb out of not just to get to zero just to get to even let alone beating just as nearly currently 50 uh, positive points so it'll be interesting to see if he holds true to that statement
6: you know If it was anyone else, I would doubt them.
7: Mm. This is mental we're talking about. It is. Uh, In the Year of the Assassin, uh, there hasn't been... I'm I'm quite disappointed, actually, uh, this month, because there hasn't been a huge amount of progress in Year of the Assassin. Now, literally, five minutes before recording this, and it's probably why I was 15 minutes late today, (laughs) I completed the story in Syndicate. So uh, I've been making my progress i'm i'm a month late on what i planned to 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 complete it in because i was hoping to do unity syndicate origins and odyssey Mm. back to back basically um but to do that i think i i don't know if that's going to be possible at this stage because i know origins and odyssey are big games so i might instead after now completing syndicate pivot to one of the chronicles games and then just do origins for the back half of the year uh, but Syndica was fun. I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a fun little... It, it goes back to the not taking itself too seriously approach of the Ezio games with the kind of roguish, fun, silly kind of protagonists.
6: And the grapple hook.
7: And the grapple hook is... It makes climbing things so quick. <laughs> so much better. Uh, you know, I don't mind scrambling up a building. But, you know, when you need a quick escape or you need to get to the top of somewhere quickly... Yeah,
6: you get to go like Batman up a a building.
7: I wasn't the only one to do something. Uh, Terra uh, also completed the Brotherhood story, and he did the Da Vinci DLC, so he did the 100% sync on those that the DLC added as well, uh, which I know is a tricky one for some people. I think pretty much all he's got left now is the multiplayer in that game. I say only, that's like Brotherhood is the worst, so good luck with that if you plan to complete that, Terra. And then Neo... After completing the story last time, has now completely finished, hundred percented the remastered version of three, which wow. ticks ticks that one off our list. That yeah. is now done, and that only leaves us with uh, Valhalla and Chronicles Russia to unlock our prize pool, which yeah, is it's... an exciting thing. Halfway through, just over halfway through the year.
6: Yep, and I believe we if we did want to complete literally everything, I think there's also another version of Rogue if we did want to.
7: Rogue Remastered if we wanted to, plus, you know, Pirates, if anyone wants to complete the Pirates (laughs) games.
6: Go for it. Yeah, so just do Pirates and uh, that (laughs) Rogue Remastered and
7: everything will be fine. Yeah, weirdly enough though, Neo having spent countless hours, I'd imagine, going from Liberation to then the liberation version in remastered, then the entirety of three remastered has now started the story of three the three sixty version. I, I it's like you can't get enough of that game.
6: Which you can't I don't even think you can complete anymore because the multiplayer died.
7: No, well, it did, yeah. And it's um I, I I I admire the dedication to in the uh colonial America yeah. Three, but you know, there are other games out there to play. There were better <laughs> Be- ones. Better ones. <laughs> so as well as those completions, I did notice that quite a few people had got together and done a boost of Revelations recently because a whole load of people completed the, I think it's the Mediterranean something, oh, yeah. Travelers pack or something in, in Revelations. So that's also knocked out some of the DLC packs if people want to win most DLC completions. Those those are quickies. Finally, a uh, Goalgetter update. So we've talked about everything that happened in July, uh, and there was some big scoring going on. And one of those big scorers in both the Rumble and Space Race was Mr. X the Hero. And probably unsurprisingly, that put him in the top spot uh, by some way uh, Mm -hmm. on the goal getter. So he led on a bunch of the different scoring categories. But nipping at his heels was... Me baby, <laughs> 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 yeah, so you you also uh scored big, I mean your tag team, I guess helped push you on that one,
6: yep, the Zil and title updates couldn't have done it without mm-hmm. it, probably literally,
7: uh, and similarly, chesno scored Chesno nearly got a thousand achievements in one month in fact Chesno pretty much almost led on every single category what pulled him down into third place was simply because he had such an awful ratio his uh, 1.25 ratio dragged him down so X managed to score very highly but also maintain a high ratio well, relatively high of 1.74 which helped him secure that top spot so uh, yeah X yourself and Chesno leading the way there uh, yeah, so if you if you take the uh, month scoring from Goalgetter and add that into uh, the the previous six months, uh, it shakes up the the leaderboard somewhat.
6: Yep, looks like Jimbot uh, had a quieter month. I'll say he still did fairly well, but because he did, Mental Knight has jumped into first. So it's it's still pretty close at the top. Uh, Mental's only leading by twenty three points. Jimbot's uh, in second. And, and, you know, I could always come out of, the, out of the woodwork there. I'm right there at third.
7: Yeah, I'm actually surprised how close the top is. You know, there's, uh, what, 150 separating the top kind of five people. And that's out of a th- over 1,500 across the six months. So if somebody has a bad month, then the whole thing could change.
6: Yeah, it's, it's still very much anyone's game. If you finish strong across all categories for the last four months... Uh, there's no doubt in my mind you could still take this thing.
7: I always try and finish strong.
6: <laughs> I, I always finish crying.
7: <laughs> okay, TMI, <laughs> TMI. And uh, I think with that shocking revelation, I think we are done. So uh, join us next month uh, to find out whether we managed to bring down Zutalaika and how we did it in our backlogs and what we have in store for September.
9: Have a good one, peace. Ooh yeah! What's up everybody? X the Hero coming back at you with another episode of Abandonment Issues, except I'm doing it a little bit different this time. I have two esteemed colleagues joining me today, the first of whom is more Scottish than our Scottish Wookie. Alex. How you doing, my man? I'm doing really well, and
5: I am indeed a quarter Scottish, not that you'd know
9: from my accent. Also joining me is the myth, the Man, the Iron Man of uh, 2020 Triple
10: Triad. Hey, how's it going? What's up? Hanging in here, Another day in Paradise.
9: This is your first podcast appearance, is it not? Oh, yep. All right. Well, uh, we'll we'll ease you in gently. Uh, I suppose you guys remember how abandonment issue goes since uh, you're here. Issues, plural. I only said one. Uh, Just to remind the listeners real quick, we went to each other's cards and found games that were abandoned, either close to completion, uh, not close to completion, somewhere in the middle, just games that were abandoned. And we don't know what games the others have picked for us. That's the key here. So we're kind of being put on the spot. And hopefully there's a good story to tell, you know, much better than, oh, well, the student achievement factor did that for me. (laughs) So that that was my Elroy impression. That was probably pretty obvious, right? Let's start off on something that hits, well, a little close to home. Alex, imagine it's March 2020.
5: Oh, that's a bad time.
9: (laughs) That was a very bad time. You know, the least of all our concerns, of course. Uh, you know, a global pandemic, no big deal. Which gave me some inspiration to go back to a certain game that clearly you didn't have the same inspiration for. So I'm, of course, talking about Plague Inc. Plague Inc. <laughs> evolved. <laughs> you already knew it. Yup, Plague Inc. Evolved. You are chilling at 108 out of 184 achievements for 925 out of 1740 gamer score, with a pitiful 43 hours put into the game. <laughs> Why'd you abandon it, my man? Well, because I do love
5: it to bits, and I have played it a whole ton. First on Steam, and then on Android, and then on Xbox. And I must have put in about 150 hours, and I'll admit, sort of, at that point, I feel like I've played all the scenarios, and I've had a great amount of fun doing different strategies. And I've now got to the point where if I actually want to progress in new ways in the game, I'm either just doing easy scenarios I've already done on another platform, or I'm doing RNG and sort of make a save, play for a month. Nope.
9: Reload the. Yeah, so why did
5: I abandon it? Well, I'm surprised I haven't played it in a year, to be honest, and I think actually I might have, I just haven't earned achievements.
9: Okay, yeah, it looks like your most recent unlock was uh, last December, December 2020.
5: Oh, yeah, sorry, you were saying March 2020, I was thinking I must have played it since March.
9: Oh, no, no, that was just the teaser to see if you could figure out the game by bringing up a a plague, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I
5: still still have it installed on my Xbox, I still play it from time to time. Okay. And like I said, I've got it on my phone and on my PC as well. So, no, it is a fantastic game, and anyone who has has not had enough of plagues and viruses should boot it up
9: <laughs> all right so less so abandoned and more just I, i've had enough on one platform i respect that yeah
5: i've got other games where I sort of i still play them but i don't necessarily play the modes that will get me the achievements you know
9: Okay, that kind of makes you an outcast in this particular community. I
5: know, but you're so welcoming anyway.
9: I respect that nonetheless. Oh, thank
5: you. I feel so seen.
9: (laughs) So I actually, when I saw this game on your card, it stood out to me for a couple reasons. Mostly because you're a a pretty decent completionist. You got a pretty good completion percentage. And a lot of the achievements here are, are just super easy ones that you could do with pretty minimal effort, all things considered. So it just seemed strange that you would let you know, this one go, um, of all the games to to sort of abandon?
5: No, it's a good question. With me, if I can see my way to completing the game, then I'll be pretty hardcore about completing it. But if I know I'm not going to do all the achievements, I'm happy to let the easier ones go. And in this case, like, I just don't have the inclination to do the RNG again for some of the more painful ones. Okay. no personal accomplishment attached with doing anything extra on Plague Inc. for me because... I've done it all
10: somewhere. <laughs> but that means you should be a pro at doing it then. So you can get <laughs> it done, like, says so 60 to 80 hours for completion. You should have it already done at 40.
9: Yeah, right? You can, you should be able to do this with your eyes closed. Should I that to
5: Vulgar with his poker games or something?
9: This game, it stood out to me on your card for two reasons. Yes. Um... So the first was just because it seems strange to abandon, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, we got that fair. The second one is because Triple and I actually, we're DMing and we're at the same spot in this game. We've done all the achievements except for the scenarios where you have to get three stars with every plague. Ah, yeah. And those are, I, that's keeping a lot of people from the completion. So, uh, you know, speaking personally... um if this was selected for me, I wouldn't have a good story because it hasn't been abandoned, mm. just I'm not, I'm not doing that. It's as simple yeah, as that. Yeah, yeah, well,
5: it's a lot of effort for each individual achievement, isn't it?
9: Right, yeah, and with the, the title updates, it actually makes those achievements harder mm. because the original, it's in the base thousand, you just had to do it with the original, what, six or seven plagues? And now they've added the simian flu, which is damn near impossible, and the vampire <laughs> update, you have to do it with those, too. And those are, those are tough, mm. so. I don't is that why you kind of left it behind, too, Triple? It's just not worth the effort?
10: Yep. Of course, because I mean, even like what Alex said, like when you have to like get it perfect, like the first month of the virus or whatever, otherwise you just have to restart. It's just kind of mind numbing at that point, just having to just go over and over. And then you get like two out of three of the biohazards and it's like, what the heck? You did everything that you could and it's just it's all determined on how fast that the virus infects everybody. That's about it
9: and stupid iceland i love iceland oh. but not in this game <laughs> i will say probably in bad taste but uh it makes me smile in march 2020 i i did go back to this game just for the lols i suppose you would say uh and made COVID 19 and deliberately like you know made it horrible and on easy mode and so i got the screen uh it was my wallpaper for a while COVID 19 has eradicated humanity
10: yeah the funny thing is i originally started the game in february of 2020 right around that time <laughs> <That's> very fitting <laughs>
9: That, that worked out quite nicely, actually. Mm. Um, I'm glad you remember your story, because, you know, mnemonic plague can never be forgotten to begin with anyway. So. That was a pun. Elroy would have gotten it. No, he wouldn't have. Elroy doesn't laugh at my jokes anymore. But like I always tell my students, don't forget that plagiarism will always get you a zero HP. And greed. Hm. Man, you guys are a tough crowd. All right, this one's for Noth. What do you call an Irishman with the plague? A leper con. Oh. Ah. 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 Okay, my God, I'm done. Um, so, Alex, I asked you. We'll just go right in a circle. Alex, what game have you got for triple? It's your turn to talk.
5: I have a whole set of games for triple, but the one I particularly want to ask you about is Bioshock. So, Bioshock, one of the most rated games of all time. Everybody talks about it you booted this up, you played it a whole bunch, you haven't touched it since 2016 and you've still got a third of the achievements left. How dare you show your face in the gaming community?
10: Well, so I started the first Bioshock. Oh, I don't even remember when. And then another contest, Bean Dive, something came up. So then I started the Xbox One version. And I got to like, I don't even remember what chapter. And then I was like, yeah, okay. And then another contest started, so I started the Bioshock German version, and then I got to the, and just kept playing it, and then I was like, I just keep starting the Bioshock games, but never get around to actually, like, completing them, or even finishing the story, because I'm just like, oh, there's another Bioshock game to start, so.
5: 30 achievements in the first one, and then 20 achievements in the remaster, and then 10 achievements in the German version, it's sort of each time you're trying, (laughs) and each time you're giving up even sooner.
10: Yeah, I just get i'm just like well all right how do you actually feel about the game well it's a great game It just i'm just like have a short attention span i think that's the case with like all my games either i complete them or i don't <laughs> so it's like yeah. one or the other and i just and then i i'd always like start it and then i realize oh shoot i have to go through and do another playthrough just to pick up all the collectibles if i want to complete it so i'm like that just kind of puts me off of the game, because I'm like, I gotta play through it again, and then I got this other version to play through, and I have to play through that again, and it's just a never-ending cycle.
9: I think what intrigued me the most was that you went out of your way to buy the German stacks. Yes! <laughs> and then didn't even play that, like, the ratio on the stacks are so low, just because people buy them two complete games that they know they can do.
10: Yeah, well, I think the thing is, I got that with with, like, a bundle of other games as well, so... See, so you just had it chilling around. I just had it chilling around, so I was like, "Might as well start it. Just throw it on the <laughs> list." So I All might right. get back to it so, one of these days.
9: That's what I was just gonna say. So, is this one abandoned for good, or are you gonna give it, give it its worth?
10: Oh, I'll give it a go, at some point in the near future, late future, someday, <laughs> depending on if like it comes up in another like event or contest or something like
9: that. <laughs> Of course, of course. All about the contest. Or
10: I might leave it around for another 10 years so that way it comes up on that Jake Jump contest that's going on. There you go.
9: I will say that, unlike Elroy, I never skip cutscenes, um, but the story, it's usually just like, okay, whatever, that was a video game story. Time to move on. That that one was so well-written. I feel like most people have played it at this point, but anyone who hasn't, just stick it on easy mode. Don't bother, with you know, don't worry about the collectibles. Just go through the game. Uh, it is It is told very well, I won't spoil the story or anything for you, but it, it you'll know the part, and you'll be like, what?
10: I'm pretty sure I completed the story on the first, like, the 360 version. You um, might have got pretty
5: close, but there's a couple of story achievements that you don't have.
10: It looks like you made
9: it to the twist and then stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't see the, the payoff of 15, 20 hours. I think
10: I ended it because it came up on, like, uh, Ultimate head-to-head. And that's why I had to play and get to the point where you, like, harvest every oh, get, little sister. Okay. So then that's where I stopped then.
9: And... So you got the achievement you needed and then moved right back up. Yep. On. Ah, well, that's a shame. I would hope that you don't completely abandon this one. It's definitely worth going back to. And I, I think probably everyone who has played it would, would agree. I actually don't have any Bioshock puns. Um, I will say, do yourself a favor, listeners, uh, and just look up Biosloth. Like the animal sloth, somebody just photoshopped a sloth's head onto a booker from the third one, and it's good for a laugh. Alright, well, we'll just keep going in the circle, so, Mr. Triple Triad, what have you got for me?
10: Alright, so, I'm sure many people know that I love, love, love LEGO games, through and through. Completed every one of them, played all of them to, I don't even know how many hours... But, and they always stick close to my heart, but X, I mean, Lego Marvel superheroes, that's all I gotta say. What happened?
9: <laughs>
10: as soon as you said Lego, I was like, God, that one. You started it in 2014, so like when it first came out, and then you came back to it in 2020, because I imagined for the Lego competition... And then you just haven't even played it since. You didn't even play it for this year's LEGO contest. So, I mean, (laughs) what's going on?
9: All right. So uh, that's actually a a really good pick. There's sort of like two stories wrapped up in one here. So April 2014, very shortly after the launch of Xbox One, uh, I decided to sign up for Gamefly. And I was just putting all the new games in it because, oh, you know, Gamefly. And I don't have, you know, a backlog of 500 games anymore or at that point in time. So, oh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes. I'd never played a Lego game. No, that's not true. I think I played Lego Batman before that. But I wasn't, like, I didn't know the series. So I played it, and I got... I'm looking at my achievements. I got through the first, it looks like, three levels.
10: You got to five. Yeah, okay, yep,
9: yep. I got through level five. I did a couple miscellaneous achievements because I was a fledgling achievement hunter. But if you look at the date, that was April uh, 29th, and my game fly was up at the end of the month. So I sent it in, sent it back, and, and that was that. Just never came back to it because it didn't hook me. I guess I didn't quite get the appeal of the LEGO games at that point. Um, I love them now. They're nice, chill, relaxing. You just go and play a couple levels, and that's it. But I wasn't, I wasn't on board with it at that point in time. So that was that. Never went back to it. Um, Fast forward to last year, Kelsey and I were stuck at home because of, you know, that whole Plague Inc. thing, and we'd played a couple other LEGO games just to pass time. They're nice, easy, uh, you know, for us to go through. She likes them because we can do split-screen co-op. They're not hard. Uh, So we fired this one up, and we played the whole thing over. I was like, you know, I'm not going to start you on Mission 5. So we started over. We played through the entire game. And then we're like, let's do the cleanup. Because, you know, that's what you do in LEGO games is do the cleanup. And there was one race. Perhaps you know which one I'm talking about. You have to fly through the rings from, from the helicarrier all the way through town. It's like a five-minute race. Um, and I just decided, let me start with this one. Get the hard one out of the way. And this was before they added X and Y flying controls to the games. You can literally only steer left and right. And then you have to go up and down um by accelerating or decelerating with A and B you can't use the right stick to like aim yourself like in the modern ones like a plane or whatever and it's it was it was horrible um i was raging i was cursing i was about to throw my controller and then kelsey's just let's stop that's it i'm not having fun anymore you're not having fun anymore that's it and we haven't gone back and i haven't gone back and that's that's that i think my wife saved me from a broken controller is why i have abandoned that game
10: makes sense that flying race was I don't even know. Words can't describe it.
9: <laughs> it's it's rough, especially because I went backwards. We did Marvel Super Heroes and Jurassic World, um, where they do have the updated flight controls, and then going backwards to that old system was... I it probably made it worse, because I, I just had expectations for, this is how a LEGO game should play, and it just wasn't there. That was bad. That was really bad. I do still have it installed, so if Kels is not willing to uh fire it up for fear of hearing me yell and scream and curse i might just clean up some of the miscellaneous achievements i know there's like a couple bonus levels i could do uh and just get the most i can out of it without having to do those stupid races but yeah that's that's that one abandoned twice i guess (laughs) as soon as you said legos like it's either that one or um
10: the batman three lego
9: movie video game two or yep batman three it was one of those ones I actually, a random random tangent, I only fired up Batman 3, because uh, I used it for my million gamer score milestone, <laughs> true hero, because I'm X the hero, and then I, I did a couple more levels, and eh, that's my LEGO history. I believe I own every single LEGO game, with the exception of Japanese Batman stack, like when I'm scrolling through my game backlog, the L section, it's just five rows of LEGO games at this point, so I will get them all eventually.
10: What about LEGO Rock Band? You gotta do that one, too. Oh, I
9: don't have that one. I forgot about that one. (laughs) You know what's interesting? Um, I am dreadful at Guitar Hero and Rock Band. And I can't figure it out. Like, I I play real-life guitar, (laughs) but I I cannot get the video game controllers down. Did you ever try the Pro Instruments
5: on Rock Band 3?
9: No, actually, my entire Guitar Hero, I think I played 3 Metallica and Aerosmith, maybe? I was trying desperately to use the controller because I wanted to so badly and I couldn't get it. So every achievement I have minus probably the first two or three was actually done on my controller.
10: (laughs) Wow. Dang.
9: I forget what it was. It was, uh, from left to right, I think left trigger, left bumper, right bumper, right trigger, and then the A button. And I was fine with that, but I, I couldn't do it on the guitar. Yeah, that was, that was a good one though. I, uh, I know I keep making promises that I'm going to go back to my abandoned games, but I, I think I will probably try and wrap up Marvel superheroes at some point.
10: I think we all say that. So,
9: yeah, of course we all say that. Although, quick update here, I'll just throw it in uh, because. Last time we did this segment with Choo and Elroy, I was uh, given Spy Chameleon uh, for my now infamous Rage rating uh, of 0.5 out of 5 stars because I was bad at the game. I did go back to it, and uh, I'm keeping my rating intact. <laughs> I said this in chat a few days ago, uh, if, if anyone saw. I think you were there, right, Alex? But uh, if you play in hard mode, which I did because, of course, the achievements were for playing in hard mode, I made it to probably three-quarters of the way through the game, and then hard mode just got too hard. So I'm like, alright, whatever, I'll just switch to normal mode and get what I can. Except it starts you back at level 1, so hard mode I have like levels 1 through 45. But then normal it starts me at level 1, and I could not be bothered to play through 45 levels in the easier version of what I'd already beaten. So that was that, .5 sticks, there's my update on Spy Chameleon. Don't play that game, it's an awful game. Alright, so that was my first one. We are, we'll keep the same order. So, uh, Triple, you are throwing it right back in alex's face what do you got for him all right i'm excited for this one actually i'm hoping you got a good story for us man
10: so this game it's like one of the like defining games of xbox like so many people just in 2008 were like you know what it's around halloween time it's time for left for dead uh so, what happened? <laughs> you, you're like what you're happened? all over the place in this game. You started it in like 2009, <laughs> and then you played some offline, and then you go and play it in like May, March of 2020, then May of 2020, then December of 2020, July of 2020. You're just jumping all over the place in this game. So, I, I want to hear the story behind this.
5: I mean, the fundamental story is relatively simple. I started playing Left 4 Dead when I still lived at home with my little brother. And it's a co-op game, so we play it together. Uh, and that's initially why I played it. I'm not actually really a shooter guy. I sort of like the story-driven shooters like Halo, especially if they have a great soundtrack like Halo. Um, but but otherwise, I don't tend to play shooters too much. And I played this because it was something that I could enjoy with my little brother. Uh, then I moved out, and oh, it is definitely a great game. But, you know, the only real reason I've come back to it since has been contests and the like really Um, done the occasional boosting session just to try and tidy it up a bit but uh, you know my heart's not really been in it it's not my kind of game I played it I played it for family
9: (laughs) so you have no hard feelings about just abandoning this poor game
5: not really no like I might jump in if there's you know the right crew going through in co-op and why not kind of thing but nah like I didn't play it for me you're an
9: admirable dude. That's twice now I've said that in a 20-minute <laughs> segment. All right. I, I have not played that game. I'm, of course, familiar with it because early Xbox, you know, everyone, everyone knows Left 4 Dead. Um, but, yeah, my understanding is that the, the completion, you have to be good. You have to have, like, a dedicated crew and be in on it. So if you were just playing with Little Brother, yeah, yeah. I'm not too terribly surprised uh, to see you left off where you did. And this was also before I had
5: any interest whatsoever in achievements. Uh, obviously, some of the pick-up in twenty twenty. That's exactly why I was playing to get my low hanging fruit off solo. Uh, but playing with my little brother, no, there was none of that. We just wanted to do the
9: campaign. Also, twenty twenty seems like a fitting time to play a zombie <laughs> game because you know what's is, is this the zombie apocalypse? Like, is this the end of times? So that was a good time to, to go back to it.
5: I, I am excited to see how they deal with Back for Blood. The the concept of feeling a bit hunted and having them sort of tailor the enemies to you and not in the kind of way that makes you feel empowered and awesome, but in the kind of way that makes you feel a little bit overwhelmed while leaving the possibility of awesomeness, you know, intangibly out of reach. It's, it's a wonderful concept for a game and the sound design around it is amazing in terms of just being able to hear some of those enemies in the distance and get properly creeped out because you remember what happened the last time you stumbled across a witch.
9: Just that description is giving me horrible, horrible flashbacks to Dark Souls. <laughs> you go in feeling feeling like a badass and then you realize, nope, everything's out to get you here. So imagine
5: they tweaked Dark Souls. So that instead of <laughs> just sort of being Dark Souls with the enemies where they are and predetermined and dodgeable, there was this manic AI director in there who would manipulate the enemy spawns specifically with the intention of discerning your ability level and moving half a step up. That's Left 4 Dead at its
9: best. <laughs> That's Left 4 Dead. So you hear that foof? It's a lot like Doom.
10: Yeah, and then, like with Left 4 Dead, like you go around a corner and then there's just a witch right in the middle of the, like the hallway and you're like, what do you do? <laughs> When she starts screaming, then all the other enemies come piling in, it's like, well, that's that. I actually tended to be
5: fine with the witches unless they put them literally on top of an objective, because it's really a quick-thinking kind of thing. Even if you've yeah. got a flashlight on, you've got a few moments after you've looked at the witch to look away quickly, and it's only if you stare at her and you're then paralyzed in fear, and so you just keep staring. That she actually triggers that, or you have a stupid AI teammate with you,
9: or dare I say, a stupid little brother with you. <laughs> <laughs> a <stupid human> teammate.
5: <laughs>
9: All right, so you have uh, shamelessly abandoned it, but not opposed to going back, I guess.
5: I, I probably not. Like I might go back to back for blood as the spiritual successor when it eventually releases.
9: I, I am familiar with with that. Is that made by a lot of the same crew? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So triple. I I'm just going to get straight to the point here. Um, Looking at your list, there's one that sort of... Actually, there were two that stood out to me. Um, One of them was The Swapper, just because you stopped with three puzzles left, but that's that's not what I'm talking about here. Uh, So the one I picked, you don't really have to be particularly sharp to complete it, to be honest, Um, so I'm surprised that you left it abandoned. Um, I will say there is... I love the game. Um, I don't have it completed either, but I have much more than you. Um, There really was never a dull moment in the story, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say that it was a knife-changing experience, but Agatha Knife, man, what are you doing?
10: Man, I was thinking the entire day, I'm like, this game, he's going to say something about it. Well, I kind of <laughs> started it because it had a lot of like easy achievements in it, and I think it was for like, oh, I don't even remember what contest it was, but you need like a large achievement count, and you can get quite a few at the very beginning. So I think that's the reason why I just started it, and then I went kept going back to it to just to dip a little more and I think with this game it's like the same way with Bioshock like you have to play through it a, like second time I think just to get like a few miss other achievements and then I just was like there's so many other games to play so I just don't really want to have to play through another game two times unless it's like something I really enjoy and then on your uh, point about the swapper and my defense on that all the achievements start <laughs> All right, let's hear it. with, like, like, simple letters, like oh, the Roman, Roman numerals. numerals, so I was saving them for, like, the X's and stuff. <laughs> and then, like, the I's, I was using for, like, I can't... It was that one contest where you, like, go from one letter to the next, and I think I was just using it with that.
9: That's a fair answer, actually. I'm glad I still got the outcome on that. Um, yeah, Agatha Knife, you started it uh, just last September 2020. You started, you got one achievement on the 14th. And then two on the fifteenth, and then three on the sixteenth, uh, and then four on the nineteenth, and then oddly five on the twenty-first.
10: Oh, you know what? No, sorry.
9: And then seven on the twenty-first. So was that like a leapfrog it was thing leapfrog, going on? Or? That was
10: it. <laughs> okay. I remembered it was for like a contest but I couldn't remember which one.
9: Okay. Yeah, so you you just fired that up last year. Um that's another one I would say if you have any interest in point and click games, not just for you, for anyone. Um it's worth playing through and actually reading the dialogue. I Elroy I think you got your thousand and probably probably don't even know the main girl's name is Agatha Man. But uh the story is, is quite out there I would Definitely give it a recommendation. And I would also say, Triple, since you mentioned it needs two playthroughs, if you follow the guide on TA as I did, you'll end up with all but one achievement for not spending any money. But what kind of pissed me off is after you beat the game, you didn't actually need to use any of the things that you bought with the money spent. So you get the achievements for buying the items, and then you can just reload your save because you don't need it. So you actually can get the full thousand in one playthrough if you save Scum a little bit. And that's not mentioned anywhere in the walkthrough. But I remember finishing, like, well, what the hell? Like, I still have these things. I never used them. That's frustrating. And as much as I like the game, I was not doing another uh, entire playthrough for one seventy five point achievement. Yeah,
10: that's the reason why I kind of backed off of it. Because I was like, having to play through the game all over again just for 175G is just not appealing to me yeah
9: depending on how far you got i don't remember the order you might still be able to to get them both if you were to go back to it so are you calling this one unabandoned you'll you'll try it you'll give it another shot or are you i'll probably
10: give it another shot just because you're calling me out on it
9: (laughs) that seems to be how this works for elroy and chewy because every time i call them out on this segment they go and finish the games and here's me nope 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 spy (laughs) chameleon sucks nope 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 but yeah, I would highly recommend it, just to plug it a little bit. Basically, you are Agatha Knife, the character's name, and you decide to create a religion because you love animals, but you also love eating meat. So you try to figure out a way to make the animals happy to die so that you can eat them. And you get that pretty much in the, the first, I don't know, probably 15, 20 minutes of the game. So it's it's definitely a very dark humor kind of story.
10: And it's made by the same people who made uh, Mecha Nika as well. That one was pretty funny, too. Yeah,
9: sort of that same for anyone who's played that one. That one's a much quicker completion. It's just sort of the very dark humor. Nika actually pops up in Agatha Knife and vice versa. So the games are very much connected But when I was looking up um, information on this game, I I messed up in Google, and I just typed in knife. And did you guys see uh, the actress that stabbed her husband?
10: Yeah, Reese Witherspoon, except it was with a knife.
9: It was Reese Witherspoon, but I, you know, where'd the knife come in, right? But, (laughs) um, look, you're stealing my jokes from me. What the heck? Hey. Okay. All right. Story time, though. (laughs) Um, My mom is... I say story time. You guys know it's not story time. My mom is terrified... Um, of just all rodents. Like, I wanted a... True story, actually. I did want, like, a a hamster, like, a gerbil growing up. She wanted nothing to do with it. There would be no rodents in her household. Uh, and when I was, like, six or seven, she actually pulled a knife on one, uh, and got us kicked right out of Disney World. It was was the (laughs) weirdest thing. Wait, she
5: pulled a knife on a rat in Disney World?
10: Oh, not Mickey Mouse. Uh,
9: that's... That's the joke, man. Mickey Mouse.
10: Oh, right.
9: (laughs) (laughs) And... Also, (laughs) this one's so dumb. I had to look this one up. The other two I knew. This one I I looked up because I felt like I needed a third uh, to complete the weird trinity. Um, So did you hear they actually just released the world's first Wi-Fi chef knife? Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's straight cutting-edge technology.
10: How nice.
9: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's all I got for for knife puns. So last but not least, Alex, what have you got for me? I was going to ask about Star Wars The Force Unleashed
5: because that's very much a story-driven game and it's one where you didn't quite get to the end of it, I think, um, that you picked up back in 2008 when Achievement were right. twinkling. Bill Gates' The Lie. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so you may just not have been doing the thing there. that, but yeah, what's the deal with Star Wars The Force Unleashed?
9: You know what, actually, there is probably a, a little bit of a story, um, quite nostalgic, mm-hmm. actually. So 2008, um, that was like late 2008, But that was in between my senior year of high school, my last year for you British people, and then my first year of college. So I was about two weeks into my freshman year, and I was all like, okay, no video games. Like, uh, you know, I got (laughs) to commit. And, well, let's be honest, freshman year of college is is a joke. You're taking all your gen eds and everything. Uh, And I had so much time. Like, this is... This is amazing. Like, I've never had this much free time in my life. I'm going to go buy a new game. What game is coming out? I went into GameStop back in the olden days. I was pretty close with two of the employees there. And I was like, hey, what should I pre-order? Like, oh, Star Wars is coming out. Now, if uh, there's any regulars, you'll know I've never seen a Star Wars movie. I've never played a Star Wars game. And they're like, oh, yeah, it has nothing. Like, it's just action game. You'll like it. Okay, I took their word for it. Pre-ordered it. Uh, It came with some little... I couldn't even tell you what character, um, action figure is like a pre-order bonus, which I still have to this day, pristine in the cardboard (laughs) um, with the little, the plastic bubble. Uh, It's probably worth less than its weight in plastic, but maybe someday that's my retirement right there. Star Wars forced unleash plastic guy, but I got the game when it came out and I think I am looking at my stuff here. I played through it pretty damn quick. I started it September 16th. Yeah, three days. Yeah. And I was done with it September 18th. I did complete the game. I didn't know at the time what I know now is that you can just pull up the last checkpoint. Spoiler alert, but the game's 13 years old, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, like a, a light ending and a dark ending. What, up, really? And you can just reload that checkpoint. Yeah, right? You can just reload that checkpoint uh, and do the opposite ending. Um, and looking, you know, I, I did not do that. That's a nice easy 20 gamer score uh, waiting for me just for loading up that checkpoint. But that was it. I just rushed through it in three days and... Felt like, yeah, I got my money's worth. That was great. I just played through a whole game in three days in college. I'm so cool. (laughs) And then um, here's where the abandonment comes in. Uh, I very promptly went right back to GameStop and traded it back in, probably within a week of release, uh, and put it towards my pre order for Mirror's Edge, which came out a couple months later. That's my story. That one was just sort of not quite in my achievement hunter days. Hmm. I played through, um, I did the story. Um, I actually did go back and get, like, a couple miscellaneous achievements. Yeah, Um, I I completed the game, and then I went back and grinded out, killing 35 droids. Uh, I did the training room. Um, I killed 100 enemies with one of my skills and 100 enemies with another one of my skills. So, I mean, obviously the achievement mindset was there. Just not that completionist, not the, you know, I'm going to go do a second playthrough. Mm. I'm going to go do, you know, all the other... It just... That was that, I got my money's worth in three days, and they probably, realistically, a brand new game, I probably got, what, $25, $30 trade-in for it.
5: When I was looking through your games for this, you tend to beat the story. You don't necessarily do the second, third, fourth playthroughs. You know, you say, I'm getting a game, I'm going to play the game, I'm going to see the story, I'm going to, you know, walk through every inch of every level once.
9: Yeah, that's sort of always been my philosophy, even before I had a huge backlog, is it's not worth my time to just spend the time doing it a second time because i've already done it i can have a a new experience so yeah same thing like even just with agatha knife like i love the game once Mm. this one i loved it once
10: and i've noticed with your games as well i was looking through and you just avoid multiplayer like the plague I... i freaking hate multiplayer like there's like far cry 4 i think you only have like three achievements left and two of them are for like riding in a car with the co-op partner and delivering an outpost with a co-op partner you just just don't want to do it
9: i just don't want to do it i'm generally antisocial, which uh hmm. I, I like i like podcasting but i don't like putting my hobby of gaming with people i always tell my students when they're like oh like oh what do you play what do you play <laughs> i'm like not with you <laughs> is my go-to like i I deal with you little bastards all day. The last thing I want to do is go home and deal with more little bastards in my ears. So I'm just going to stick to myself. Do any of them know about this podcast? Uh, If they do, no one has said anything. Okay, kids, this is your homework for, for next week. Yeah, right? Yeah, I've shared my name a couple times. It wouldn't be hard to make the link, but no, I, I keep my gamertag on lockdown. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I know Elroy's like, oh, you know, nice to meet you. I'm Mr. Jason Kelly. My gamertag's ElroyOMJ. Add me. Here's my password. Play <laughs> games for me. Like, i have an Xbox in my closet. Don't want to do your homework? Go play some rats for me. But, uh, yeah, no, not, not me. I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast. If I have, whatever, I'll tell it again because it's quick. Back in my daily substitute days, there's this one awful, annoying seventh grader. I can say his name is Sammy, but obviously he can't share last name. Sammy uh, was just obsessed because he knew I played games. He's like, what's your gamertag? I'm obviously not telling you. What's your gamertag? I'm obviously not telling you. I got a message one day. Hey, Mr. G, what's up? It's Sammy. You want to play? I'm like, oh my, like, how, oh my God, how did <laughs> you find me? That's the only gamer tag change I've ever had. I used to just be exe67 because six, 67 is my lucky number. Uh, and then I changed to X to Hero. This was back in 2012 or 13. So turns out he went to my Facebook page, which was facebook.com slash exe67, and he just used my Facebook URL and searched gamertag and found me. That's industrious and alarming. I'm like, that's actually super clever, of the kid, but okay.
5: Yeah, like, if he he then proceeded to do that for his high school crushes, I think some of them would have been a little bit creeped out.
9: (laughs) Right? Watch him, he's going to end up working for, like, the FBI or CIA for, like, information gathering someday. So when I was a teacher...
5: Uh, one of my kids attempted to stalk me by, back in the day, um, looking me up in the phone book. Literally. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, what back in, this would have been 2008. So she, <laughs> she went through the phone book to try and find me. And she did find an A. Davies in a nearby town. But it wasn't me. This call from my father nice. the next day <laughs> saying he'd been phoned in the middle of the night by a teenage girl <laughs> who thought... That's actually hilarious.
9: <laughs> I never had that. That was it. I talked to him the the next day, Sammy. Honestly, you are making me very uncomfortable. Yep. Um, that's called stalking, which he didn't know is a thing. Uh, <laughs> and he cost me ten dollars because I had to change my tag for privacy purposes. Ah, yeah. and, and he apologized and seemed remorseful. And I think it was seventh grader, like, "Oh, cool teacher," and "Oh, I messed up." And okay, like, yeah, yeah. So that was that was that. You know what? I will say to to bring everything full circle. Um, I did get the sequel on Games with Gold. Um, and I actually called Chewie out for not having finished the sequel to that, um, Force Unleashed 2. And it is on my shortlist, which, honestly, my short list is like 100 games, mm-hmm. so it defeats the purpose of a shortlist. But I do have nothing but fond memories of the first one, abandoned, done, whatever you want to call it. And I do plan on playing the sequel. I actually even bought the DLC for it. Like, I'm, I'm wow. committed and ready to go. Yeah, Maybe I'll, I'll fire that one up in, in August once I'm done with my space race. Yeah, I, I don't have access to the first one anymore. And I don't think I'm going to buy it and go back to it, because I'll just play the sequel. Well, thank you for joining me, my uh, esteemed colleagues. Yeah, thanks for having me. For having us. It's been good fun. I suppose the only thing left to do now is uh, maybe something like top three things hanging in my bedroom right now. Hammock full of stuffed pandas, panda painted canvas poster, and panda glow-in-the-dark puzzle that I glued and hung up on my... Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya! <laughs>
8: Hello everyone, I'm Not shying away from easy completions, but I very much don't like this trend of contentless title updates which only add another quick 1000 game score. Dilly Frame Games recently added two of these title updates to their Yankee open world puzzle games Soko Bunny and Bunny Parking, which are $6 each, or can be bought in a bundle for $10. By early 2020 standards, these were considered quick game score, with the 1000 game score completion estimates around 2-3 to three hours each. The additional 1000 game score title updates only adds minutes to the completion. I like these games, but I wouldn't call them good. The game design is very unorthodox. You play as anthropomorphic bunnies, solving puzzles in a designated puzzle area. However, most of the achievements are tied to the surrounding open world, which is densely packed with weirdness. The games control like low budget, slightly unfinished 3D platformers, but it is rarely an issue as there is very little precision required to progress through the game, even if the flimsy collision detection and unpredictable physics can be slightly annoying. Sokobunny features tons of Sokoban puzzles where you rearrange crates in a warehouse to get them into designated spots, but you only have to play a fraction of the puzzles to unlock all achievements. Bunny Parking sees you trying to kick a car through a parking lot, rearranging cars in your path from the entrance to the exit of the parking lot. Like most of the game, getting the car through the parking lot makes little sense as it would have been way faster to just drive around it. Like Soko you only need to complete a fraction of the puzzles to get the completion. Soko achievement list doesn't really outstay its welcome. Bunny Parking, however, has a rather crappy achievement for kicking 1,000 different cars, which will take a while after getting all of the other achievements. Both games feature working achievement tracking, but you will need a guide to figure out some of the secret achievements, as you are very unlikely to unlock them without knowing what to do. Right now, Bunny Parking has 30 achievements worth 2,000 Gamer Score and 3,000 TA. Sokobunny has 34 achievements worth 2,000 Gamer Score and 2,600 TA. But I'm sure the ratios will drop over time. Sokobunny and Bunny Parking are not great by any means, but they offer a fun evening or two with a few "What is happening? What is this game?" moments. I would not be surprised if they get another few aside from Gamer Score pointless title updates. Great for those who want quick, easy and cheap gamer score. Personally, I hope Microsoft steps in and at least require new content for these title updates. Have a nice day everyone.